0: So it's because <laughs> it was far too wide, but we soldiered on
1: <laughs> uh, That's the worst gynecology joke I've ever heard.
0: <sighs> Welcome to Big Time Cast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh I'm Chris. I'm 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 that I'm the I'm the one
1: called Chris. I'm Matt. I'm the one not called Chris.
0: Ah, oh, it's just
1: you know, it's, it's it's science, basic science. Yeah, that's how that works. I'm like global warming, yeah. it's a lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, see it's... me in my office after class, okay?
0: So, you little swains, welcome back to another week of <laughs> filth and frivolity.
1: Another week of the world continuing to turn, and we're going to talk about the least important things in the world.
0: Yes, that's I mean, because let's face it. You die one day. You're going to die. You may as well fill that space in between now and then with meaningless tat.
1: I love spending time with you, Chris. I always leave so elated and uplifted. Aw, Bay. Not depressed at all. Oh, tits. Tit biscuits. Anyone want to talk about something jolly and uplifting?
0: No. Oh, okay. Shazam! Ugh! You just changed before my eyes into a ten-year-old man-child. I'm a a ten-year-old boy. (laughs) Ten-year-old child man, and now you are a uh, man-child before my very eyes. So
1: apparently Shazam is still happening.
0: Yeah, this is the DCEU's adaptation of Captain Marvel, which they can't call Captain Marvel because the other team have got a film about their character called Captain
1: Marvel. And also I think legally they have the rights to it now.
0: Yeah, Marvel were the only ones who can have a title called Captain Marvel. Well, the character's
1: called Shazam now. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh say, well, I guess yeah, in, in at least with the film adaptations it would dilute the market like crazy, wouldn't it? Um It it would confuse everybody, I mean. Like it would make people go, But I'm gonna Captain Marvel It's kind of kind of yeah, yeah,
2: me. That, don't ever
0: do that again. Mm. What about if I put my clothes back no, on? No, don't ever do that again. Fair enough. Fair um enough. I'll just sit here naked and creepy. Shazam is, is, is all we know so far is it's one of the planned DC movies. It's scheduled for April fifth, twenty nineteen. Jesus Christ! And uh, Dwayne The Rock Yom Homsom. is Black Adam. Is Black Adam, and that's yeah. all we know so far. Like he's, he's, signed on, like, like, he's he signed on like he sounded like two years ago,
1: didn't he, to play Black Adam in this movie? Like, yeah, talk he's, about he's... talk about playing the long game. He's been he's been on it for ages.
0: Like he could he could have been freaking he could have been a Marvel like star by now. Yeah. Yeah yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He could've fought for Aquaman probably back a couple of years ago. He'd yeah. like, I'll be Aquaman. Let me be Aquaman. Let me
1: I think you probably still should. <laughs> um but uh no this came from producer um Danny Garcia. Hello. I'm Danny Garcia. He's racist. What? So racist.
0: That's him doing an impression of a Mexican man. I'm
1: sure it is. Um <laughs> The the Zack Snyder yes. is not gonna be involved in Shazam. Okay. So no Zack Snyder in that um all the all up in your Shazam, making it all dark and moody. And moody. Yeah.
0: Which is maybe a good thing.
1: But it is set in the same universe of the DC movies. Yeah, which, which is, is why, which is why it's not yeah. entirely
0: good thing because I think Snyder will probably they will probably consult him for tone or something. He's so not probably... involved, Christopher. I don't believe that. He's for not a involved. I don't believe that for a second. No, we're, about, we're about five minutes away from them going. Well, He's Deborah not involved. involved. They'll be like, oh for God's sake. Zack Snyder is not involved. Which is which should be which should be a good thing because again, to reiterate, this is the story of a ten year old boy who says a magic word. And turns into a super powerful Superman-esque character with the wisdom of Solomon and the the speed of Hermes and the might of Achilles and all this stuff. Like that's his.
1: That was all you could remember.
0: That's all I could remember. But that, that that's power that of thing. Zeus. Power of Zeus. So that should be like the most amazing story. That should be DC's attempt to grab kids and be like, this you could be
1: this character. It should be them doing Superman properly. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That too. Because but... he's a Superman analog, really.
0: But what is, like, Snyder involvement or nay? I've got this horrible feeling they're gonna make him dark, they're gonna focus on, like, the wizard aspect of it all, the magic aspect of the wizard! It's more of a, the one chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. Well, can I, can I be rebooted in five years? Because I don't want Snyder to choose my wand for me.
1: <laughs> Snyder's chosen your wand already. Oh, God, poor Mr. Potter. Bye. <laughs> don't hear that. Um, um, so,
0: yeah. Uh, I. I remember seeing casting rumours when they announced the... Sorry, I just went through puberty again. I remember seeing casting rumours <laughs> when when they announced that The Rock was playing Black Adam of people going, oh, Channing Tatum should be Shazam. I'm not entirely against that. But at the same time, you'd have to make it be a goofy movie but like, then it to, also to pay depends,
1: off. It also depends how much time they'd spend with him as Billy Batson. Yeah. And, like, how they would... Would they just get a child out to be Billy Batson? Would they, like, go all Polar Express it and get the person who plays Shazam to play young Billy Batson? Would they go all Polar Express it and get the person who plays young Billy Batson to play Shazam with CGI? Like, see, now you've said it, Shazam would be a better animated movie. Well, most superhero movies would be better animated movies. No,
0: no, well, that's true. I mean, for years, those um, fake Pixar designs were doing the rounds of mm. Pixar-style DC characters. And the more and more I looked at it, the more and more I was like, Yep. Warner Brothers? Yep. Th- this is how you do it, Warner. This is this is how you this is how you do it. Just do animated DC movies. Well Sony is still talking up their animated Spider Man project. Yeah. Which what so. which I I don't think that's
1: gonna be a tie into the cinematic universe no, though. It's going to be its own thing. Uh,
0: although they'll probably get Tom Holland voice it maybe, I don't know.
1: But Spider Man animated, I think it's called at the moment, but it's gonna be its own thing.
0: But Warners are doing that too, lest we not forget, Lego Batman. Lego Batman. Which is a Batman movie. And also
1: an outright comedy. Yeah, which looks which freaking great. Really smart. It looks so good. Um, <laughs> life doesn't give you seatbelts. D- <laughs> DC's animated output has been of a much higher quality than, than, than Marvel's and also DC's live action movies for all forever
0: yeah well really? it, it's in mean, recent years dc make a lot of missteps greenland animated series cancelled the season in young justice cancelled two seasons in not because it was bad um, though, batman Brave and the bold cancelled no but that's the thing batman Brave and the bold cancelled when it was cancelled and even the last episode of that is is a satire on shows being cancelled to re- be replaced with dark gritty updates mm-hmm. and in that they, they show a batgirl show as what replaces it and it's cgi and gritty. And Batman's like, no, this isn't what I wanted. Like
1: And then they made Beware the Batman. And
0: then they made Beware the Batman! (laughs) Which was basically that. It was a CGI, (laughs) dark, gritty Batman. So bad that it nearly killed you just now. Yeah. And they also and they replaced they took the budget the, 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 the budget they were using to make the Green Lantern animated series. Um which which fit the visual style of Beware the Batman. So you could have had them all be an interconnected TV universe, but they got rid of it and that budget went to Teen Titans Go. Which when everyone first heard about it, they were like, oh my god, they're getting the cast of Teen Titans back together. This is amazing. And then we saw it, we were like, it's about chibi versions of the characters
1: getting pizza. What the fuck? There's a place for that, but it's not replacing Young Justice. No. That isn't the place for it. No, 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 no.
0: And it's not, but also, like, there's a place for it. Yeah, don't cock-tease us by bringing back the cast from your surprisingly very mature anime-esque show from like 10 years ago which yeah. was huge and still has a massive fan base. Don't bring back that cast to then just make them a Saturday morning not even a Saturday morning cartoon a newspaper strip version of Teen Titans. Like a are- three box oh let's get to a joke at the end of it I would be a wacky version of Teen Titans. You do not do that shit. I don't care how many times you randomly draw Bane's mask from Dark Knight Rises in a frame as a cameo in a trophy room. Not good enough. Not good enough. That is a real thing, by the way. There's a bit where there's like computer readouts of different bits and pieces of equipment, and one of them is the mask from Dark Knight Rises. That's horrible. It's, well, it would be fine if the show was good. Like it was the Assault on Arkham style thing where they pull out the the mask, uh, the the opera mask from Batman sixty six oh, yeah, slash yeah. the mask Keith Ledger wears in the bank heist in Dark Knight. Because that, that was the thing when I was I started rewatching Batman six. I've said it, I started watching it properly from the beginning and that in its entirety when I got the box set. And, like, the fourth or fifth story is a Joker one, and there's a bit where he disguises is in this opera, and he disguises as the operatic singer. And it's a clown mask. And it's that mask. It's the mask Ledger's wearing in Dark Knight. It's like, Amazing. oh, my God, Nolan referenced the 60s show
1: in more ways than one. What about the episode... Some days
0: you just can't get rid of a bomb.
1: What about the episode where, where Batman and the Joker have a surfing competition? Not got up to that yet. That's season three. Uh,
0: where they just go... <laughs> <laughs> and they just start making Um... <laughs> Oh, I will get up to that eventually and I'll report shot. back. I've got the surfing Batman action figure though. So. I think I'm
1: gonna try and track down some of those <laughs> original nineteen forty serials. Oh the uh the because a couple of the Superman ones not the Fleischer cartoons I was going to say the live action Batman serials I
0: I was going to say there's some live action Superman and the entire Fleischer stuff on the Superman box set on Blu-ray so I'm surprised they haven't done that with Batman yet and gone like here's like a complete cinematic box set of Batman stuff I've
1: seen clips of it which Mm. kind of made me go because when the Batmobile
0: was invented like they made the Batmobile in one of them they were like put him in a car
1: so then Bob Kane was like yeah yeah, okay. But the Batcave originates in that Alfred comes modern from, Alfred. No, Alfred comes from a radio play. Yeah, Alfred. Radio was, serial. But then his modern design comes from the oh, the serials. C- yeah, because C- he was a bumbling, um, fat actor, yeah, a comedy exactly. character. And then they made him the, the gentleman's gentleman. Then. So that stuff might be worth tracking down. But yeah, in general, DC's animated and TV output is, is way more consistent than its movies. Have you
0: heard the rumour of a Flash Supergirl musical episode? They've not confirmed if it's happening. I have they have Grant Gustin has strongly suggested I, I, that it's I, happening.
1: I, I heard it was a two-parter as well. Because
0: obviously him and uh, Melissa was a, a bunch of the cast from the single you chose are from Glee. From Glee. But have you heard the rumoured director and co-writer of this musical special? No joss whedon uh, ha, 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 ha. no it's too good to be true it's too good to be true i don't know i think he would say yes it's too good to be true i think he would say yes because i think that greg Berlanti and all those guys would be like hey you know that wonder woman script you wrote for us back in 2008 that the film guys just went eh, yeah they were insane over at dctv apart from gotham we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We know what we're doing. In the Bellanti we know what we're doing. I want to give you a shot. And also, because I remember someone online saying like, uh, someone from, uh, from our college was talking about Facebook. They went, why? This is my idea of like a nightmare. This is stupid. And I really wanted to write, Oh, yeah, imagine. Ima- Ima- like, how the hell are they going to pull off a 45 minute episode musical about superheroes and supervillains? Oh, wait. He's done it before. Yes. It's called Doctor Horrible. He can freaking do this. It's like, oh my god. Oh. It's like, And obviously Buffy wants more feelings because yeah. it comes to mind. Yeah. And it's like, Joss... If anyone could do it, Joss Whedon could pull it off. And he also would bring that credibility. And it'd be that thing of like, hey, guess what, everybody? You don't have to pick sides here. Here's the Avengers guy directing an episode of Flash and Supergirl. With singing. Because that's how this works. Oh my god. That would that would be amazing. I would love the crap out of that. And one thing they have definitely confirmed, because they posted like a picture of Boots, is the four-way crossover between Arrow, Legend, Supergirl, and Flash. Which I think they're planning to do it as like a two-night thing. Like, it'd be two episodes of one on one... Uh, two episodes of two of the show... Uh, one episode... Two episodes, each from two of the show... Oh, balls! I'll describe it. Four episodes over two nights. Two episodes one night, two episodes the next. And one, and one would it. be Flash, Arrow, Legends. How the hell did you make that so complicated? I... could I, Yeah. So, but that'd be cool because then it's like it's like the old school kind of sitcom crossovers from the ABC family days in the 90s where the characters would appear from one sitcom into another and you wouldn't have to have watched them both to get it on reruns. But it'd be like, oh cool, they went away in that one and then they're in this one. That's what, cool. The,
1: and that, that, that kind of led to the whole theory of all of television is just one autistic boy's fantasy. In Carl Winslow
0: is in, what's the thing with Urkel? Family title? Whichever one of those is. He's he's the father in that. Urkel who goes
1: to work on the space station.
0: Forget freaking Urkel. Um, <laughs> if someone touches you in a way that you don't like, that's no good. He was also Sonic Was the reference <laughs> but, um <laughs> Oh, God. Chili dogs! Chili dogs. <laughs> but uh, he, he... What do you call it? The dad in that car. Winslow plays the dad who is a cop. He is also the cop in Die Hard and he's a cop in Ghostbusters in the cell. He's the one who comes and tells him, like... And apparently, the Ghostbusters cameo—what well, Die Hard was same year as Ghostbusters '84, or Die um, Hard
1: afterwards? I'm not sure. I don't remember. The sitcom hasn't started yet. The are a blur. Basically, basically, one of I them, wasn't born.
0: one of them led to another, and then another's a coincidence. But everyone's going, "What's to say he's not playing the same character
1: in all three of them?" I shot a kid. <laughs> now I'm gonna go hang out with my donkey neighbor. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why they're not the same character. I'm
0: just going to put that out there. I'd love that. Um, just like I a kid. I Now I'm going to go unlock up some dudes who catch ghosts. Um, um, but going back to the light-hearted, wonderful world of superheroes, Henry Cavill's Superman.
1: Justice League! Uh, um, Henry Cavill. Yeah. He's currently filming Justice League, and teased.
0: what? But Superman's dead. But he said he was dead. He said he was dead. <laughs> 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 um, but He said he was dead.
1: Thanks for that, guys. We're oh, going to use that. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful uh, no Copyright infringement intended. Um, <laughs> we love you. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, the Henry Cavill teased the Superman black costume uh, by teased. I mean, he just posted a a close-up shot of part of the costume. Mm -hmm. Um, Look at the textures, everyone! It's it's like, it's filigreed with nonsense symbols, and it looks like it's black on black. Now, for those who don't know what this is in reference to, in the original Death and Return of Superman, when Superman first returns, he has a black costume with no cape and with a silver S and silver cuffs, which is supposed to be re- using solar energy to recharge his cells after he's resurrected.
0: Really, it's because it was the 90s and, and everyone wanted to, to be yeah. badass
1: and extreme. You like, be... ba-
0: that was when Batman was just inspired by the Tim Burton movie, completely black, apart yeah. from a yellow symbol and a yellow belt. Well, that was after... Um, which I do quite like, actually. That, that was, was after, after Nightfall. nightfall.
1: Yeah. Um, but also it was because they were like, we want to look like the films, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, super my <had> a mullet <laughs> at that point. Yeah, um, they won't give about to cavalry. They won't um, give about cable. They should. They should? They should, but they won't.
0: They're um, not generous
1: enough. <laughs> so, but this one looks like it's black on black. Black on black! Because black, cause silver on I'm... black, it's just not extreme enough. It's going to be black <laughs> on black. It's just like, just like that bit in Parks and Recs where Tom's handing out a business card mm. and no one can read it because black writing on black background is the coolest font choice.
0: Can we also just take a moment to acknowledge that this is their light hearted this is Zack Snyder going, Hey, there's jokes now and humour. But
1: well, Superman's in a black costume with a black yeah. S.
0: Yeah. So we're not even gonna get him like returning in glorious red blue and dare I say it, introduce the fucking yellow. And let's be have like, some yellow, please. Let's have a yellow belt and let's yellow, have please. yellow in the symbol and just be like, Here's Superman. Trunks you know please. Gonna... Red trunks please. They'll never do that because, red because the red trunks are brilliant because it insists the like circus strongman thing and sort of it calls back up the to blue. that. It it's breaks like, up the blue. It breaks
1: up the blue, exactly. It breaks up his legs and his body. Exactly. it's just one long body man. <laughs> hello, I'm He's, long body man. Hello, I'm Superman Bodyman.
0: <laughs> hello. And this is my big I'm blue body.
1: Captain long body mew, baby. Um, mm. I just think, I, I don't know, like Jim Lee, I think we said last week or was it the week before, that Jim Lee said the reason he took away the trunks was to, to, to streamline the design. But yeah, I just but, don't think there's anything streamlined about there's nothing streamlined about removing making them big and blue yeah
0: it's 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 it just becomes it becomes a lump there, it He becomes yeah. a lump of colour and that's the biggest problem He's a lanky streak of blue yeah um I, and i've got to say like even even the supergirl supergirl tv show the superman they've got in that he's got that big chunky belt yeah which is still it's sort a, of a it, big helps, chunky belt but it, it sort of it's you know, breaks break it breaks up, up just a bit so it's just you know it it, it makes it um it gives it enough of a def- definition. Yeah. In the middle, there is this chunk of yellow. Um, let's briefly touch on it because we need to. Did you see that really gross uh, fake poster for Supergirl? It said Superman coming in Supergirl.
1: No, well, I think to say they-
0: coming is it's fake.
1: Oh, it's it's been it's been outed as fake. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's because it's... that's exactly the kind of thing that a network would do and not realize. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Because it's they did like the this- Yogi Bear.
0: What? Great things come in bears. Yeah. That spectacular marketing that slogan. Amazing marketing slogan. Great things come in bears. It's just it's the happiness on the faces. Oh. oh. But it it it's just this whole um I don't know. I don't know. I just Cavill isn't exciting me with this shot of an all black costume. Nope. He's just making me go, Great, Snyder still doesn't He's get He's making
1: it. me go, Yeah. I I'm, I'm it's the, the transformers oh, it's the no. transformers
0: it's the blur of gray metals with no defining don't colors. get me
1: started on the michael bay farmers movies. we should
0: do a whole episode where we do a flip-flop where we talk about what is awesome about transformers in general like just delve into your absolute fanboy passion and then spend the
1: second half sl- talking about the movies. you know what i'll actually watch all four bay farmers movies for that would you I'm do sure. it well, I've already seen the first Maybe one.
0: those should be our commentary. And I've seen we've, ha- we've been talking to- we're doing commentaries. Maybe they should be our first commentary. I've seen
1: half of the third one. Oh, why would you do uh, that? Let me say. tell you. I got, I got to the big battle scene at the end of the third one, which is, wh- which is what everyone liked about it. Mm. Everyone hated the rest of the movie, but then like it. Yeah, this is an amazing action sequence, which is like the last half of the movie. I got <laughs> to that, and by that point, I was just so battered by the sexism and casual racism and misogynism on display that I just couldn't do it. Do you know, I, I've, I've only seen... Age of Extinction's on Netflix, I might watch Age of Extinction
0: today just to see what it's like. Oh, don't do that to yourself on your day off, you feel Mark like. we'll... Mark, though. You, I think we've found a Transformer. I think we've found a Transformer, yeah! I, I watched the first one during the... like It was sort of like a quiet house party years ago, like 2008, 2009. And in the early hours, a couple of us were still awake, and we sat in a hammock in the garden, and then we were like, should we watch a film or something? Yeah, and we watched Transformers, and I fell asleep in the last third, because I was knackered. And I've had no desire to watch it since. And then, uh, I dragged you and, I, you and I saw one. the second one. I'm and... surprised you've
1: never forgiven me for it, because it's Drek.
0: Oh, well, I had put this way. I think it's that was, I think, Drek. I think that was the first time where I was old enough to like, not have the buzz in my head of, yay, cinema, this was fun. Yeah. Like, where I looked at it, I went, wow. And we discussed afterwards at length what everything was freaking wrong with it. Because before that, as a kid, I knew the Star Wars prequels weren't good. By the time Attack of the Clones came around, like, 11-year-old me was like, these aren't very good. Like, the older ones are much better. But it was Transformers 2 that made me go, I don't have to enjoy my time at the cinema, but I can have fun discussing what we've watched. Well, put it this way.
1: <laughs> with the prequels that you mentioned, I was eleven when the Phantom Menace came out. You're so great. I saw that three times at the cinema. Yeah, you were perfect age for it. And I loved it. Yeah. Then Attack of the Clones came out and I was like This is okay. But me and my mate were were massive Star Wars heads. Yeah. So we saw it twice. And then Revenge of the Sith came out and I was seventeen.
2: Hmm.
1: That was it. And I saw it three times. Oh no. But it was definitely diminishing returns of being being like, I'm just sitting through this movie to get the lightsaber fight at the end. Uh, so all you're doing. And this Anakin stuff is terrible. And then when it, they all came out on DVD, I don't think every time I watch any one of those prequels, I'm just like, it's gone worse. <laughs> it's gone worse since the last. time, Particularly, it's, my. Days Attack of the Clones has not aged well. It has no? not aged well at all. No,
0: it hasn't.
1: It's... Oh, so yeah. It. I think those um, Clones is the worst one. I'll I'll put it out there. But I think. Oh yeah, hands down. Everyone, everyone, everyone
0: always rails on Menace, but Clones is the worst. It's barely a film.
1: Like Phantom Menace
0: is is boring, but it's functional. Mm. It's a functional movie, and at least has enough sort of set pieces for you to turn your brain off and go, okay.
1: Yeah, all it's I, it's, yeah. it's badly plotted. <laughs> and it's boring, but it, it it makes sense. Yeah, it's coherent. Um, it is a film, um, <laughs> so there is that. But um, yeah, so I think what you've got, probably got now is you've got because those Transformers maybe make bank, mm. serious bank. So you must have that legion of eleven, twelve year olds. Yeah, we're going to see them being fed all this misogynist, sexist tripe, lapping it up. Going home and playing COD, yeah, and then, but then, are they going to grow at that, or are they going to be man-children forever? Because it's it, not because the first it's movie possibly came out,
0: creating a generation of assholes. Two thousand seven,
1: it's nearly a decade of, of Bay Formers movies.
0: But the kids who would have been excited for those ones, maybe they'll grow out of it by number five. Like maybe number we'll five see. will make but them it's go. Yeah.
1: It's the last night, I just don't <sighs> like. Not those movies don't have anything that I I think is also about transforming in them. What are that's you talking about, bro? It's
0: got hot chicks. That's what Transformers yeah, has always, always been about. Been about hot chicks. Always. It's always been about hot chicks. Do you not remember Transformers? It's just all about metal, grinding against metal. Oh, it's it's that's so cool, sex. bro.
1: Just go and play Transformers Devastation. That's all you need to
0: do. Because <laughs> that's pretty great. Speaking of play, uh, in the world of DC still. Sorry, oh. me, but it's time more Positive DC. In the Arkhamverse, uh, we have got a new trailer has dropped for Arkham VR. Um when we say trailer, what we mean is a couple bits of footage of the actual VR, which is good. It's nice to actually to see like what it looks like. Game. Yeah. But uh it's mostly people at San Diego Comic Con talking about how what it was Batman like is. playing it. Uh I do remember one of the one of the reviews of it from San Diego, someone was talking about how it wasn't San Diego, was it? Oh no! These the, 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 these these sound bites were from San Diego. These ones from it was San Diego. E three was, E3. The, it was like the press at E three. That was when that was when some yeah. people did write ups of the bit they played. Yeah. They talked about how like you walk into the library in Wayne Manor or whatever and you do a little combo on the piano, and the whole piano works. Like one person who played piano played a tune on it for a minute, and then was like, "Oh yeah, I should probably do the thing." And they sort of played the combo keys they needed, and then you sank down a, uh, the hole into the back cave, um, which is kind of nice. I like the idea that there's multiple entrances and stuff. Uh, but like seeing that is like oh that's what they were talking about that's cool and it just looked like it would be a fun experience but I think that's what it is I think it would be it would be something I would pay to play at
1: a festival. I'm gonna be interested to see how much they charge for it. Yeah, I, especially because the what the goggles are what three hundred and fifty. I think they'd be incredibly sensible around if, if, yeah.
0: if the goggles are going to be that price. I think it'd be incredibly sensible for Sony to have like a set price for the hour long
1: ish. Well, the, go- the uh, goggles... VRs.
0: At like sort of maybe twenty quid maximum.
1: They've got, I think that's a bit steep.
0: It's still steep, but they've got to they've got to get they've got to make that money because they've got to wait until more. The if. Let mm, me see how much the goggles are. Maybe maybe they could maybe they could play it if they make it. So like all right say all right let's say fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, for the yeah. VR experience, fourteen ninety nine for a VR game. Because then enough word of mouth will spread to sell more goggles, and after that they can make longer games and they can move it up to. Twenty pounds, mm. which would make more sense. I, th- I think if you were getting a two-hour game, I think twenty would be twenty. Wouldn't be too out, too out
1: there if it's I don't like two-hour game. Mean, the whole thing of, of price versus length is a difficult argument, yeah. anyway. But I personally wouldn't spend twenty pounds on Demon's going to play for two hours unless it's got an incredible story. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, think, I think I think it. that
0: the Arkham one that's probably going to be a case of because they've said that it's set earlier in the timeline. Even though the mystery that it's apparently about sounds a bit like it would just screw up continuity, which is why I think there's more to it than the base level.
1: Yeah, I don't um, think it can. Uh,
0: yeah, plus they've said it's earlier in the timeline, which means that because cause, um, Hamels' Joker is in the original teaser, isn't he? Like voiceover. So yeah. I th- it, I think it's probably set somewhere just before Asylum or whatever, because uh, the suit the suit that we see uh. is the one you're wearing. Um. At the very beginning of Arkham Knight, which is is referred to as the Arkham City suit, it's it's a more updated one for the HD graphics. Yeah. But it's it's basically that suit with sort of a bit more pad, sort of leather lining, sort of thing going on. So I think this must be set pre Arkham Asylum. Um, but apparently, it's about investigating the murder of Nightwing, and I'm like, well, that doesn't happen because he's in city and night. So yeah, be interesting to see where they're going with that. It can happen. Um, it's also weird that we didn't really get any Dick Grayson Robin in the r Like, he's, yeah. he's in multiplayer in Origins, and that's
1: it. <laughs> yeah, that is strange. But, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I've not played the multiplayer in Origins. We should we should do a bit of that. Oh, why would you punish yourself Like, Well, there's trophies, in not there? That's, um, you, you, you absolute trophy whore. You're a trophy wench, you know that, Watson?
2: Well, I'm looking at
1: Amazon. <laughs> I am. How much of the Sony, uh, blouse Three hundred and forty-nine pounds. Yeah. All right. Meant to get meant the games a tenner and then up the um, price over time as time the goes thing, by. Knock the price off. The up. only thing I can see there's a whole, there's a bunch of stuff like there's a bunch of the VR stuff up for pre-order. Hustle Kings, which is a pool game, is up for pre-order for fourteen pounds. PlayStation VR Worlds, which looks like a uh, sorry, a pool game. Hustle Kings.
0: So after you, that's fifteen pounds. It's
1: Fourteen pounds.
0: Okay, let's let's round let's round fifteen. Say that the goggles are three fifty. So that's three hundred seventy five pounds for a VR headset a VR pool. and a VR pool. Yeah. You could probably buy yeah. a pool table for yeah. two hundred yeah. quid, two hundred fifty quid.
1: What else have you got? You've got um.
0: I I mean that is I would
1: I will buy a pool table right now. I will buy a goddamn pool table. Riggs mechanized combat league is forty pounds, but that's. That's like a full game. Yeah, that's like a full campaign. Kind um, of Until Dawn: Rush of Blood, which look, which from what I know of it is like an on-rail shooter. Setting the world of Until Dawn. Setting the world of Until Dawn, like with like a roller coaster carnival thing. That's fourteen ninety nine.
0: So that's probably something that you can play multiple times and get different results.
1: But, but... it's going to be like probably what an hour, yeah, at the most.
0: I think that's I think that's fine for launch prices. Like that's I not would, bad. Uh... I just I'm not. I I love the Arkhamverse. I absolutely adore it. I I, I mean you you freaking you know what my office is like. One wall is almost entirely stuffed from Arkham.
1: Yeah. And
0: I really enjoy that world. But You and, ain't
1: gonna buy. It but I'm not gonna spend. Yeah, I'm not, goggles. I will so.
0: watch someone play. Yeah. Well, you, you won't be able The to VR though. version. Oh, someone will find a way to stream it. I will watch someone play the VR version before I buy the goggles and the VR thingy. Unless you turn around to me and you said, okay, it's a couple of years after we released Arkham VR. What we're doing now is we're releasing a new version. It's like a five hour long campaign, plus the original version included. If, if you did that, if after a couple of years, and the goggles obviously will naturally go down in price over that time as well, then I'd probably go, okay, bring it
1: on. It's one of those things. The, the things that will get me to, to pick up PlayStation VR are, one, Games, Mm. Uh, at the moment, none of the PlayStation VR stuff interests None of them are grabbing you, beyond like Um, fairground amusement. Certainly not for the 350 quid (laughs) investment. Two, a price drop, serious price drop, which is only going to happen when they start selling. And three, a bundle of the PlayStation Neo, which is apparently getting announced next month properly. Although we already know pretty much everything about it, and the VR goggles. No, fair so it came in
0: so, so if it was like the new Connect,
1: yeah, kind of.
0: Except on like Connect, it looks like there are still plans to do things for this because it's brand new.
1: Yeah. Like, well, VR is making a big splash on PC, so it makes sense for consoles to have a solution as well. Although the PS4 is already underpowered compared to PCs that can run uh, VR stuff. So the scope of VR, what you can do with VR on a console is limited because of that. But hey, three fifty—that's a bargain, right? Well, compared to the Rift and the Vive, yeah, yeah. it's a hell of a—it's a hell of a smaller buy-in, and um, <laughs> and then you look at the fact that the PlayStation Neo's out probably by the end of the year, we'll know for certain soon. That's going to be more powerful, but it's not going—you're not going to be able to run anything on the PlayStation Neo that you can't run on the PlayStation Four. Right, that's one of the developer uh, requirements. Yeah, you can't—you re- can't release. Anything that can only run on PlayStation Neo. You can't have any features that are PlayStation Neo exclusive that aren't in the PlayStation 4 version of the game. You can do things like have... So um, anything released for Neo has to be something that could be played on standard PS4. Yeah. But it has so, to have a Neo mode. Oh, Which Chris. will take advantage of the I mean, horsepower. Okay. As such. Which I really want them to implement Fallout 4, because <laughs> God damn, that game chugs sometimes. Complete on the PS4. Chug, 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 chug. chug, uh, chug. The loading the loading times are abysmal. Um but I don't know, what the, the PS Sony are doing some interesting things right now. And the whole console market is moving towards a more incremental upgrade cycle similar to smartphones. Yeah. A lot of consumer hardware is going that way. So But Arkham VR, from what we've seen of it, is not the uh, it's not it ain't gonna be a crap. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't the console seller. No, absolutely not. That, absolutely that not. sort of you would expect like with launch titles.
0: It's not like the launch title that's gonna get you a headset. I mean, the, the perfect example of that is. I adore those games, even when they're terrible. I love them. I'm not buying an, a VR headset so I can
1: play Arkham VR. No, I, I have no intention. To do it could that. be worse. It could be Arkham Origins VR. Oh, oh, oh! Because it wouldn't work. Um. <laughs>
0: So there's that. However, something that does look like it's working, and the more I see of it, the more I'm, I'm on board. Uh because they're emphasizing less on these weird armours and more on the characters and the interactions and the moves. Injustice 2. I've been I've been playing the app again lately, because when my laptop went down last week I was using my tablet a lot and I was like, Oh go in the Injustice app and so much has been updated. They've added Injustice Two characters oh, already. So yeah, like cool. you're getting like Aquaman from Injustice Two and things like that. And it's like, oh okay, that's quite cool. Um so even that they're sort of teasing Things that are to come.
1: See, um, I've had a mobile gaming. Uh, I've I've deleted Marvel Future Fight. Wow, really? Yeah. What's happened because to I you? spent too much goddamn time on it. Oh, fair enough. Okay. And like do ten timeline battles, and then do five story missions, and then do five, then yeah, do two daily battles, and then do you want to you want to do a bunch of special missions, and then do your villain sieges for the day, and don't forget to do your alliance battle.
0: Oh, and you uh, an Rift, and you shit yourself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, and oh, we didn't let you go to the bathroom. You shit yourself. It's three in the morning. <laughs> um, oh, oh, fuck. Uh, so I deleted that. But yeah, and, and I played around with Injustice, but both Injustice and Mortal Kombat X, the mobile version, and mm. Contest of Champions, they're all fairly fun, like, sort of beat em up yeah. games. but they're, 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 they're that but r- I just don't. R- they're, they're, they don't have enough depth to keep me coming back. No.
0: I, I like the most of like, the online challenges and the, char- yeah. the character trials, is why I tend to go back to yeah. them every now and again. So you you play really hard to. I would complete like complete to... like these fifty battles. By the end of it, you get a character you can only get by doing that. Like this week alone, because I had so many points racked up from previous versions, um, I've I've won Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, and Suicide Squad Joker. Like, oh, you poor, poor man. Yeah, well, no, they come with really cool bonuses, and I also got enough uh, of these exclusive points to buy Killing Joke Joker, which is him in the, uh, the holiday outfit, like the Hawaiian shirt. And everything. Yeah, yeah. And what's nice about him is he's got a move that's called like a last laugh or something like that. Where if you kill him, and this is why I put him in my online team as my first player, if you kill him, your other two characters instantly get their entire power meters filled. Oh, that's good. So, if you start the fight with him, and it's a particularly tough fight, the moment he dies, I'm like, right, well, here comes my Superman. Let's do his fully, like, stocked up main move and take out the other opponent. It's like, get it. My um, most
1: very Superman.
0: Most, most all the Supermans. My veriest of all the verys. Various- <laughs> the new character trailer for Justice Two revealed um, Deadshot, who is a new edition. Who's a new edition? you speculate may replace Deathstroke? Which we hope that is the case, because otherwise, Two Blue Beetle's going to be cyborg, and yeah. cyborg going to also be cyborg, and same with Deathstroke and Deadshot. Uh, so it'd be nice to it'd be nice to shake it up a bit. That's yeah. say you shake up the lineup, but without removing. Say, if a player really likes playing as Deadshot uh, as Deathstroke you have a similar character power set with Deadshot. Mm. So it's it's just like, it's a new character fulfilling that role, um, which is good. And obviously you can have more signature moves and the storyline could be different. You're not know having I mean? to so limit it to like, oh, all the same people we had last time getting involved with the story. Um, I mean,
1: not everyone came... Oh, sorry. Not everyone came forward into Mortal Kombat X from Mortal Kombat 9. No. No. A lot of new characters and a lot of people didn't return. Uh, not just for storyline reasons either.
0: They're returning with this one, Harley Quinn... With a
1: pretty freaking cool design. Yeah, her, the she's, costume she's, she's they like a biker is... outfit, like yeah. well, like a proper biker she's outfit. Got like
0: actual pants, Pants, boots, jacket. She's got like a bit, showing a little bit of
1: midriff, bit of midriff, little bit cleavage. Cleavage, but not
0: like not, yeah. not excessive. And uh, she's got like the new Fifty Two slash Suicide Squad movie kind of hair thing, where it's yeah. like the blonde hair with the tints and everything. Mm-hmm. Face very expressive. Like I like I freaking love Some the, of the, the, the look animation. This is
1: is really nice. I've
0: um, seen. Tara Strong, not. Overplaying it, which is nice for yeah, watching seen so will, far. Yeah, we'll
1: we'll come on to that a little bit later. Yeah, moments.
0: Um, I um, but yeah, it's looking good. The moves are nice. Like Harley's move isn't just her doing Joker stuff. Like she's got um, what they call not They call the hyenas. It's like Larry and Moe or something, isn't uh, it?
1: Yeah, I can't remember. Like either.
0: she's got the two hyenas. Great idea for like a super move, like a, 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 a special move. Yeah, like looks good, man. I'm getting excited. I'm I'm intrigued to know what the story is because obviously. And again, like story, but like the 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 winning factor of injustice, other than you can have the DC heroes and villains have a fight, was oh, we've kind of come up with a good reason, and the campaign will be interesting enough and well written enough that you you sort of go,
1: oh, cool, right. good reason and well written. <laughs> uh... Jeff Johns wrote it, and it was pretty solid. Everything Green Arrow said was freaking brilliant. <laughs>
2: It was an
0: elseworld story mm. tied into it was a your your obvious parallel universe storyline. Sorry, you're, you're right there, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> um, so, but I'm I, I'm intrigued. They've not revealed. They've not said anything about story for this so far.
1: Because there isn't one.
0: No, but I hope there is, because it would be really. That's, 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 that's the story. I, I the the, the only implication we've seen so far is there's been mention of. This Superman being the tyrannical Superman yeah. from the last one, which means the story is either set in that universe, or he's escaped from, the or movie. he's escaped to like another one. Or... Also,
1: Deadshot says S- different Harley, same crazy. Yeah, which, which implies, implies that this is the Harley no from a different Harley.
0: This is a Harley without a Joker. By the look of it. So this is a Harley from the alternate universe, maybe, maybe because the, the Harley in the main universe was the abused Joker obsessed one. Uh, in, in the start of the game with the set with the bomb yeah, um, and she doesn't follow through she's not the Harley we spend the story with she's just in the beginning in, in, the, in the cinematics so it would imply maybe this is the Harley from that dimension who's come across as part of the story but we'll see I really like the look of it I like the fact that some of the locations from the last one we're, we're in like there's a Gotham Street location that is similar to the one from the first game but different enough so it's almost like going hey this is what we can do now mm. like look at these environments I'm excited man I'm looking forward I to it I think it'd
1: be good I hope it'll be good. It looks good.
0: I think the armor's overkill, but I think they put that in the first trailer to go, look at this! And it's, again, it's come out that that's more a thing that you can choose to use. You can choose to use the armours. Mm. Like, it's not just like, look at all this stuff I've got! Um, so, yeah. Speaking of Harley Quinn. Harleen uh, Quinzel. Harleen Quinzel. This week, uh, a certain movie clown uh got an update, and was revealed, and it got us thinking about clowns, and we'll get to him in a little while. We'll get to that. But, with Harley being in this new Injustice trailer, I thought, let's have a chat, because last week we we talked a lot about Joker and Harley Quinn, but we talked about the Suicide Squad Joker and Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to talk about them as clowns. Let's talk about clowns. And these guys are clowns. The Joker's a clown. He's a murderous clown. I've been rereading some of his first stories this past week. He's just a scary-looking mobster man. Like, he's, he's a serial killer who dresses like a well-to-do gangster who happens to look like a freaking scary clown.
1: I'm a scary clown. He murders people. Joker Venom is in the first story. It's freaking scary, man. The, the clown motif is, is the most central thing to the Joker's character. And taking it away and distorting <laughs> it like Suicide Squad is kind of misses the fucking point. Um, <laughs> I read Mad Love for the first time this week. Do, sorry, I need to just, I need to
0: drop something in shock. Um, got a brush. Oh, what? Um, <laughs> Tim Allen's got it again! <laughs> get out, get, Tim! Get out! Get back to your home, Tim! Go play your confusing SNES game that for some reason had you fighting dinosaurs. Oh, get him off me! Get Tim off me!
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh
1: God. Oh. oh God, that was that was terrifying. Oh Tim. Um poor Tim. Poor sweet innocent poor Tim. Tim. He will rise again with the moon. Um So I I read Mad Love for the first time. I am so shocked you hadn't read it before. Um, I hadn't read it before. Well I'm kind of on a, a a fix of going back and reading like the big Batman stories. I read The Killing Joke a couple of weeks back for the first time. Front um, and Mad Love well, Mad Love and Other Stories as the, as the collection's called it's yeah. actually it's actually a really great collection like to as an introduction to Batman's Rose Gallery yeah because there's Mad Love and there's a couple of Joker and Harley stories there's a really great Two-Face story there's the Roxy Rocket stuff. Yes. It's all Bruce Lee and Paul Dini, so it's all set in the... It's the set in the Batman animated series. series. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's... Well, because it's the comic, they can get away with a little bit more as yeah. well. And oh, yeah, yeah, just... yeah. They get away with some surprisingly racy stuff. <laughs> Not just in Mad Love, in some of the other stories as well. We're um, your... talking
0: about Mad Love. is completely family-friendly. Do you want to rev up your Harley? room? vroom. vroom. <laughs> there's a Batgirl Oh, no, no. If story. I remember correctly, in the book, doesn't she say, do you want to ride your Harley? No, she said rev up. Oh, yeah, ride right, was the original line, and they were asked,
1: uh, "Can you change that, please?" No, it wasn't the line they had asked to change. It was the pose.
0: Oh, okay. Was well, she yeah. a little more provocative? Yeah, it, the is, it was. No,
1: it was just she was just sitting different, and I think she was sitting with the legs forward. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she's sort of sitting sitting on her backside with the legs forward rather than like kneeling. <laughs> um. And so she was, just, she was sitting like that. They had to change it. But the, that whole sequence is like really pushing the edge of what you can get away with because she's wearing that negligee. Yeah. Which is red but see through, like you see the outline of her body underneath it, and yeah. she's clearly not wearing anything else. But that's what that's what Bruce too likes to draw. He likes to draw. Him. Well, the the the, the Batgirl clayface story in it. Yeah. originally the, There's a sequence in it where she ducks into a change changing room. She's in the yes. She ducks to a changing room and she and she changes the Batgirl. She comes out. Originally, he drew that sequence where they're getting changed in the middle of the crowd as everyone's rushing round her. Yeah. And the beauties were like, no, you cannot do that. You cannot show Barbara Gordon in her underwear. I mean, you still kind of see bits well, of... You see
0: bits of her unclothed in her changing in the changing room. Not but not it, it's not, It's not like, provocative. It's not, like, look at her sexy bad girl. And to it, be fair,
1: the original... The it's original playing sequ- on the
0: comedy that she's in a changing room, not trying on an outfit. She's putting on her superhero outfit. The original outfit. sequence
1: wasn't particularly provocative, but I can see why DC were like... Maybe yeah, this they like, is a just bit She's getting naked
0: much. in public, man. You can't do that. Yeah,
1: but... um. But it's a great collection of stories. I mean, you can get it's Mad really, Love. You can get Mad really Love really in several volumes now. There,
0: there is one. There's a book called Harley Quinn, which is a compilation of stories, and they've included yeah. Mad Love in that now as well. But I would um, definitely Plus, pick you can up. buy it separately as part of a one-off long issue too. But yeah, I I agree. Pick up Mad Love and other stories. It's really good because it, it's, it's just it's amazing. Most of them are written by Paul De- uh, Paul Dini. I
1: think mean, it's it's all like Paul Dini. Paul Dini. Mostly Bruce Tim stuff. There is yeah, the... and and there's, there's
0: some of the comics are illustrated not by Bruce Tim, but they're in the Bruce Tim animated series style. So yeah. it's it's that
1: there is, overall look. There is the one that with Etrigan and the Demon, which is done as a tribute to Jack Kirby yes. as well, where uh, R- Rachel Ghoul is doing the incantation, and of course in, in DC Inc y- all magic is words backwards. Yeah, so you're reading the the balloons backwards, and he's like. Kirby was king and all that stuff. <laughs> There's all little Easter eggs and the word balloons and it's uh of course Jack can be great at and that's why the story was an interview to him. Um it's a really cool volume, but the st- obviously the star of the book is Mad Love, which is a really, really great story. It's so good. It's, isn't it? It just gives <laughs> so much depth to Harley as a character in her just the way she just gets taken apart by the Joker, like mm-hmm. it, it, uh, on a mental level, yeah. And he just he he puts himself inside her head so easily. I mean, it's in, it's it's also made clear in the story that she's not a particularly good psychologist. Oh no, and like, she like, sleeps she's, her she's, way through. She's smart, yeah. yeah. Well, she yeah. She she
0: she's good at what she does, but she doesn't use that to get ahead. She sleeps with people, she flirts with people, yeah. And ultimately, she's not doing it because she wants to help people. She's do doing it. it. She wants to get famous. She wants yeah. to get famous. She wants to see. Gotham super criminals and write about. Oh yes, yeah. I I helped cure Two Face, and you know I sat down with the Riddler and all this. So at the moment she
1: gets access to the Joker, it's like what? But he just he just crawls inside a head and, t- and starts driving straight away. Um, oh, that, my, because because here's the thing, like so you hadn't read it before, you were no. fully
0: aware of the story. Yeah, yeah. You hadn't
1: read it and you
0: hadn't seen the animation. I had seen the animation because
1: it was it was written as a. As a Diniverse story, yeah, and published in the Batman Adventures of Batman or Batman Uh, Adventures, Batman Batman Adventures, yeah. yeah. Then it was, then that was like adapted into an episode of what what was the Batman the the continuation of the animated series, yeah. Yeah, by that point it had become Uh, the new Batman 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 Adventures, Adventures, yeah, with the redesigned Joker without the red lips, which I've always found really weird.
0: Yeah, well, their idea, their their the explanation they've always had for that is he's like a shark.
1: Which which makes sense. But he's a clown, but so why really... are you making him look like a shark? Yeah, he's it's... a freaking clown. It's again, it's like you take the clown away from you him. You can't him.
0: imagine that version of him dressing up as Jekko. Like, you can't imagine that stuff well, from you, the do season. The, you do get the doc-
1: You do get the dentist.
0: Yeah, oh, no. <laughs>
1: um,
0: well, This is terrible. Everything has to go. <laughs> um <laughs> so good. Oh, God, but... Again, the anime adaptation, you get the joy of hearing Arlene Sorkin and Kevin Conroy oh, yeah. and Mark Hamill delivering these lines. Um And but it, also, was, it was really
1: nice to go back and listen to Arlene Sorkin's Harley. Yeah. Having played so much Arkham and listening to Tara Strong's Harley. Mm. Who can be
0: fine, we, but look, she just uh, a lot of the time she plays it as the surface level. dumb bits and all yeah, that.
1: I've not played Knight yet. But having listened, she's she's but, better
0: in night, but there is some there is some grating in
1: there. City, particularly the Harlequin Revenge DLC, can be a bit much. Mm. Also, doesn't have, also, doesn't know doesn't help that that
0: wasn't very well written. The DLC. No, it, it was it was Rocksteady st- staff's first. No, it's not Rocksteady. It's one of Montreal staff yeah. writing, which they then did in places around Jeff Johns' main script for the story in Origins. Jeff Johns wrote the story of Origins, and then the the dialogue in all the cutscenes but a lot of the other stuff was written by Montreal who also wrote the dialogue for uh, the Batgirl DLC for Arkham Knight which is by far the worst story portion you can, can, it's unforgivable the Red Hood and Harley Quinn stuff because it's short and tiny and pointless but like it's short and tiny and pointless, Batgirl has a story and it's a terrible story uh, although Starro is hidden somewhere in that section, <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you find it, you find it in like a in like a tank in the Wait, aquarium part. Starro, of the, Conqueror. the Conqueror. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Great. it's such a great Easter egg. But um, yeah, Harley Quinn is Arlene Sorkin's Harley Quinn. Yeah. She literally, Paul Dini came up with the character, and when he was thinking about casting her, he was in, I can't remember what sitcom she was in, but she's in a sitcom, and in a dream sequence in one episode, she's dressed as a Harlequin. And he just remembered that and he was like, oh my god, I've got to ask Arlene, who he'd become friends with. He was like, I'm yeah. going to ask her to play this character. Because originally she was just, he was like, oh, let's give the Joker a, a mole. Let's give her him a mob mole. Let's give him like a, a girl who dotes on him. But let's make her... I can't. Let's make her a clown and let's make her steal his punchline. They sort of said it'd be funny if occasionally she gets the punchline and the men laugh at her and it pisses him off. Because we can have the Joker be angry. You know what I mean that'd be quite funny. I'd be like, oh, which is the it was never meant to be a complex relationship no. at first, it was meant to just be more this would be fun there's no one's done this. Let's do this um and then people really liked it,, mm. so they kept putting her in, and they kept writing her in. Was, oh god, i love I love mm. that um and the trial, for example like they, they they were they were obviously a couple at this point because they're flirting yeah. have you seen the they've seen the trial. It's an uh... amazing episode, basically the new d a and Batman are both kidnapped and put on trial in a mock courtroom in Arkham by the inmates. So Joker's the judge. Well, Two faces the. um Oh, what's it called? Not the defense. Not the defense. The prosecution. Yeah. Um There's no defense. <laughs> oh no, the no, the DA, the DA is made to be the defense for Batman. Oh, okay. And like the, uh, the 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 jury are like Wesker and uh, Ivy and Croc. And it's just like, this is... Basically, the toy, they're going to kill Batman, essentially. Yeah. But they're going through a trial to prove a point. And Harley and the Joker, like at one point, like they're trying to get the Joker's attention. And him and Harley are basically just like going... Like, sort of being all coochie-coo. I think by that point, they've gone, yeah, these two are a couple. Like, why yeah. not? There's a freaking brilliant bit in that when Harley gets hold of the uh, DA. For, I think he's getting hold of the DA. It's taking it away... But she's disguised as a... She's called Harley Quinzel, but at this point they hadn't decided she was a psychiatrist and that was her real name. Yeah. They're obviously calling her Harley Quinzel because it makes you who watches the animated series go, oh, that's Harley Quinn! Like, But she basically takes one away from Bullock and it's like, I. Uh, do I know you? I think it might be in the trial. It's one of those episodes. Yeah. In that area. She goes, I think I served you a subpoena once. She walks away and then she turns back and goes, it was a small subpoena. but <laughs> she keeps walking. It's like oh my god, they are having so much fun with this psychic Thank character. God. She's great. And then Paul Dini obviously thought, I've got a story yeah. I want to tell. I want to... We've, we've made them a sort of couple. Let's tell that story. And that's yeah. mad love. And the thing is, he gets in her head because he opens up to her and tells her about his father abusing him as a child and
1: all this stuff. But which is a story he's told to him.
0: Which when Batman later yes. on this is it, which one was it? Yeah. Like what did he win you over with? Was it the story about the ice skating? Was it the story about the carnival?
1: No, he asked if it was if it was the story about the abusive father yeah. or the runaway mother. Yeah. And he gets a lot of sympathy with that one. The one parole officer. He told one parole officer that he took that 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 she took that he took him to the ice show when he was seven. Mm. And then Harley goes, he told me it was the circus. She's in tears mm. by that point. Yeah. And it's, um.
0: but in one moment, yeah.
1: her entire fantasy of it this dude
0: who opened, wanted. she uh, she got the clown to take off his makeup, yeah. so to
1: speak. And she understands him better than anyone else. And it's all a lie. It's like Batman says, he had to pay for hired help as soon as you walked in. It's,
0: it's amazing.
1: Like, it's absolutely amazing.
0: And it sums up their relation, relationship brilliantly. Um, and the, and the fact that by the end of it, she's like, I mean, he throws her out of a window. Yeah, because he, she nearly succeeds. She finds a way to make it. one of his crazy schemes better. Yeah, and like, oh, the, the freaking death by death of a thousand smiles. Mm. They're basically dropping him in a tank full of piranhas, and he was like, he never got it to work. He tried, he tried Joker toxin on them, and it just killed them, and it never worked. So she turns Batman upside down, so that the piranhas are smiling. But if you have to explain it, it's not a joke. Yeah, and that's why the is pissed off about it. Um, and it's like, oh my god. just
1: Yeah, it's really... Oh,
0: it's so good. And she, she leaves him. She decides at the end, she's like, I'm going to leave him. And she's beaten up and she's taken back to Arkham after she's been seen to by the medics. And there's a jar with a flower on it and a note from Jay. And she instantly slips back into this yeah. old it's like it's like post hypnotic suggestion at this point. It's like she's in a trance and she's never coming out of it. Her Stockholm syndrome is part of her DNA now. Yeah. And that's why she's such a tragic and interesting character. Yeah, You feel bad for her, but at the same time, like you love seeing them be criminals because they're obviously having an absolute blast. But then when the crime finishes, you're like, Okay, no, get out of there now. Get
1: get out of there now. Yeah.
0: Get out of there, Harley. Harley, get out of there. Get out of there, Harley. Get out just of there. Just
1: wanting, knowing that she, especially, like they say, they really play it later when she joins the Gotham City Sirens and she's yeah. kind like, of There are stories to tell and... where she yeah. goes on her yeah.
0: own, goes off on her own. There are stories to tell there. Like but she... I, I almost think that you finish it there now. She shouldn't be dressed as Harley Quinn anymore. No. I mean, like some people say, some people argue like, well, look, no, because that's her saying, you don't own me. I own me. I make my choices but you're still dressed as a
1: clown. Well, dressed is a strong word yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I'm thinking more sirens but yeah. where she's still in the body stocking but, but yeah, it's it's. but anyway, let's forget the future for a minute. Just mad love. Freaking great. Mad and love. hearing those words
1: yeah, with those actors is just yeah. so it's great. really good stuff. It's it's definitely towards the top end of how good the animated series ever got. Mm. And in terms of in terms, in terms of the comics, I'm like it, it's it's one of the essential stories. I think. I yeah. mean, I think Mad Love another story is a, is an essential Batman volume. because mm-hmm. Even though it's not in main DC continuity, it gives you such a cause clear the yeah. idea of who so many of these mm-hmm. villains are. Like, there's a great ventriloquist story in yes. there. There's a great scarecrow story. The scarecrow story is fabulous. The, where he's um he's gone he's gone straight and gone back to teaching. And then he has he has a student that he has a really good relationship with, and he just starts shooting her one-on-one, and then it's implied she gets raped. Yeah. Um, but again, kids' they comic. Yeah, they don't, so they're not they gonna don't say it. They, 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 she goes on a date with a with a dude and, and he does something. So it's implied that she's raped. Mm. and At which point, he goes full-on Scarecrow on this dude. Um,
0: it's like he almost got out of it, finally. He yeah. almost became a compassionate person. And then... In an act of compassion, he completely reverts back. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my. Well, this that brings me to. I'll touch on this very briefly because we we. Need, I want to talk about Joker and Harley, but there's a Batman Black and White, which is a fucking excellent series. Yeah, Batman Black and White. Yeah. If you, if oh, I'll have to lend you some, man, it's amazing. If, if you've ever, That's if you if you're familiar with the world of Batman and you you know that world and you know the characters and you just want to see different authors and different artists have a stab at sort of themes or daft ideas. Yeah. Black and White is a series of, of books they're, they're now books and everything proper but it was a comic and each comic had like four short stories in it, three or four short stories in volumes it means you've got like 20 stories in each one mm. and that they were in like the late, I think it was like mid to late 90s and then they did a volume about three years ago and that yeah. one is just as good as anything from the old ones, it's so good yeah. but one of the stories from an earlier one and it's called Black and White because they're all the minimalist it's just the artist and the writer and they make it and that's it I don't. Know if that, I think. I think the artists ink it as well. Some of them have inkers, but there's always just two names. Like these are the two people who made it. Mm-hmm. They got together and made the short story. Uh, and you've got people like you know Jim Lee and Frank Miller does one, and Neil Adams does a brilliant one that's sort of talking about Batman's how helpless Batman is. It's like this endless crusade. Like really, he's never going to make a change, and it's depicted as this zombie. Like he's like a zombie shuffling through Gotham, and mm-hmm. it's just—it's such a really fun little volume. There's an amazing one, which I think—I might be wrong—I think it's written by Neil Gaiman uh, or Grant Morrison. It's one of those two because it's—it's nuts. Grant where was an where Batman and the Joker are sat in the waiting room after they've been fitted for their costumes and everything, <laughs> ready to go and do today's strip, but there's a delay, and it's just these two people talking to each other, <laughs> and it, it's not like it's not two people playing Batman and the Joker. It's yeah. Batman and the Joker. In the waiting room, ready to go in and shoot their scenes. Yeah. Air quotes. It's such a great, like, little story. But there's this brilliant one by Bruce Tim, written and drawn by Bruce Tim, which is a story of Harvey Dent being cured, getting plastic surgery, and falling in love with his doctor that's, who cures it. That's in Mad Love. Yeah, they put it in there as well. That's oh, they, col- they colour it, don't they? they no, color- no, it's, it's, oh, is it it's black it's, and white. It's yeah. It's amazingly it's done, done story, because yeah. it's very adult, because basically he falls in love with a woman. And she has a twin sister. Yeah, and yeah. it's this whole two sides of the coin thing. Like she is, it she is, she is like, yeah. the, she's the, she's the incarnation of everything that is beautiful and right with people, like of good. Yeah. And her sister is an arse a, a dick and she sleeps bear. around and she's a, she's criminal, I think, I mean, yeah. you mentioned
1: criminal intent and she tries to get Harvey to sleep with her and stuff. And she and, does. And she does. Yeah, and they have an affair and then they get mad and then they get married to the good sister and then she, kills mm-hmm. the, the she end. kills a good sister
0: because she's like no I want to be with you like it's not just sex without saying that but it's yeah. like I want to be with you so he freaking looks into the fireplace knowing this is too, I've, it's too late I've got to go back mm-hmm. like it, it, the coin has flipped again and he grabs the coals in the fireplace and just throws them into his face yeah. and then it cuts to her meeting him on the dock and he turns around and he's two-faced again it's just like oh and he gives himself up at the end doesn't he yeah. he's like yeah. put me away it's like, oh my god! This is a comic aimed at kids. <laughs> well, that is one, but that one wasn't. Yeah. But in that volume,
1: they've obviously gone. Yes, yeah, fine for kids. They might have edited it. Maybe they might have No, it's it still there. fine. Mad Love, the stories is not presented as a volume for kids. Oh god! Okay. It's, it's 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 it collects most of the material from Batman Adventures, but it's not presented as a as a as an all ages book at all.
0: Without without delving into Suicide Squad, yes, the books or the film. Do you think it is a big mistake every time they go away from the clown motif with these two characters? Yes, agreed.
1: Next question. Yeah, I <laughs> no, like I don't know how much you want because it, it, it it's part, part of who the they clown are. prince of crime. It's part of it. She's a Harlequin. Like it, I it's mean, even even in even in
0: the Bible, which is the guide for everything we must always do, The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Even in that, the Joker still like apply. In that, they do. Frank Miller goes with the idea that the lips are something he puts on. Yeah. And he applies the lipsticks. There is still the application of makeup. There is the two. I mean, obviously, we find out later that there's something laced in the lipstick as yeah. well. But like with the, we find the two. He's got like the two robots, the kid things, the yeah. carnival freaks that are sort of a callback, even though that story was after it. To kind of the carnival freaks of Killing Joke, even though Killing Joke was after Dark yeah. Night Returns, it's that kind of vibe. Yeah. It's like so. There's still the carnival thing. It's still a clown. And I mean, they go in the tunnel of love. He dies laughing with the Richter's grin on his face. Like there's still a clown element to that, even though he is more like sort of is the thin white Duke of, of death. Like he's, oh, that's what Grant Morrison made him yeah. into
1: later on. But, it's, it's, but, but but he's
0: got the Bowie esque outline in yeah. that book. Like he sort of um, looks like Bowie. And is that wonderful moment again?
1: They another wonderful moment from the book which is not in the fucking ad- 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 animated adaptation where which is a pretty decent animated adaptation but it's like the ju- yeah. Batman burns Joker's body yeah and it's like his skull in the flames yeah and Batman just looks at him and says stop laughing yes and oh. it's, that's not the, it's not in it's not in the animated adaptation that no. little moment isn't in there it's just oh for god's sake <laughs> like The Dead Returns is a problematic book but it is a great book. Yeah. And it's got and it read on its really, own as its own thing. It, it is really, a really it, good read. it really grabs hold of what makes the medium great and runs with it. Hmm. And a lot of those moments it's so the animated adaptations just feel flat by comparison. Yeah. Because they miss the point of a lot of what made that original hmm. work so well. But slice of dice.
0: Um, slice, and dice. slice of dice. Chicken leg. Ugh. Um we don't say
1: balls nasty. <laughs> but um
0: yeah, so, so but the clown thing just it just is them. I yeah. was talking to I was talking to my friend yesterday, actually I was getting my hair done. Um we were talking about like Jared Letter's joke and I was like, is, is it worth seeing? I was like, not really. I was like, he's just he's just he's he's a juggalo sort of rap vi- like someone double toasted, the guys on Double Toasted made a joke about how, like he looks like the sort of Joker you would see like someone just do a version of the Joker in a rap video. Yeah. And then they show a screen cap of the Rip Ross beginning they go, Oh, oh, oh okay oh. That's what he was made for. Um like, it really sucks. But like, you know, they, they lose all kind clown thing. We were talking about the movies we were saying like how even Ledger's version is a clown. Yeah. Like he's not doing you know, he's not got the gimmicks, but he puts on the clown makeup. And he he's he wears clown make he's chosen war paint and the war paint he's chosen is a clown. And he is shambolic and he is
1: clowning in his behaviour. He's got the like patch he he's got of. the
0: patchwork design socks and tie yeah. and and he's he's wearing the the bright purple suit and, and he's sort of shuffly you unsteady
1: know, on his feet. He does and the magic trick with the, the, the pencil great. like
0: that's a clown thing to do, magic trick that's them. He's unpredictable. He's... his 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 gang has a clown motif. Like they're the clown masks. Yeah. So he owns up to that. He is a clown. Uh, and that's who he And he laughs and he does get kicks out of stuff. Like, he does laugh his arse off. Like, you know, he, he still is the clown. He's an urban terrorist traumatised soldier taking revenge on a world that he suddenly realised is a pointless place to live in version of the clown. Yeah. Uh, for more information on that, buy some of the Dark Knight Files books that they've released alongside it because they basically go, yeah, he's a Gulf War survivor who yeah. is sick of the world. It's like, okay, fair enough. I'll buy that. That's his one bad day. His one bad day is realising, I saw all my friends die what is the point
1: yeah you give Joker origin yeah. you just don't need to happen on it because it doesn't really matter what it is yeah so it's, more, it's more interesting
0: and that and he sat right. there and come up with his own ones yeah, that's exactly. more int- That's exactly. the more interesting thing um, but like that's still the Joker he's the Joker he's a clown
2: yeah
0: obviously Jack Nicholson like Cesar Romero absolutely because that was the 60s show it was all about the gimmicks and the pies and the death traps and everything but yeah. like Jack Nicholson's Joker even him as creepy uncle Joker is still hand buzzer that burns a man to death yeah like electrocutes a bloke to death oh, I'm glad you did <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. He's got the acid flower. He's got the chattering teeth. He takes the time to be punched in the face and have chattering teeth in his hand ready to drop. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. just like, he's the clown. The, the party balloons, the oversized gun <laughs> oh He just God. keeps pulling it out. He just keeps... So good! Just, I mean, even when he looks, when he l- tries to look normal, unquote, in the art gallery scene, he's still got the purple beret. Like, he's sort of, like, it's this whole thing of, look at me, I'm arty, and, 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 and I'm, a, I'm a cartoon. It, he's the world's
1: first fully functioning homicidal artist. Oh, fuck, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, But you know, why it, do I
0: not that... watch that once a week?
1: Like, I love that movie so much, and I love his portrayal. Like, it, it, oh. it, the, the, the least clown. Joker should ever be. The absolute least clown mm-hmm. he should ever be is oh, a slightly exaggerated stand-up comedian. Yeah. That's the absolute least clown you can make him. And it still work. If you remove that and make him too... too serious. I mean, they did it a bit with Brian Azzarello's Joker... Graphic novel. Well,
0: that's an it's, Elseworlds yeah, thing, it, isn't it? It's, it. it's, it's sort,
1: of sort of like here's kind of ledger. It but, leads to ledger, but it kind of gets a bit too far away from the clown motif to really work. Yeah, there's
0: not there's not um, enough clown in
1: there, and it's just it's just nasty for the sake of being nasty. Mm. Um,
0: it, it's more it's more it's more a story that like you could redo that story mm. and make it more. You could make it like the animated series design and redo it that way. And obviously, you'd have to change the dialogue a bit to accommodate it to be that Joker. But it, it it still would just be a story of a thug who joins the Joker's gang. Yeah. You could still tell the story. His version just happens to be a bit... Nah. I mean, I quite, I quite like that book. But the more I find out about him, the more I'm like... Isn't it weird I sometimes find out more about the artist can taint your view of the work? Well, the writer in it, particularly. the writing, particular You're writing yeah. no, but, no, but like his vision for the Joker. This is the same dude who was like, say that again, pussy. Yeah. Or the killing joke thing. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. all well, wow. the changes you've
1: made to the killing joke with Paul Dini, to be fair. Do, right, seem, Bruce Tim. They don't seem to have...
0: Bruce Tim. Don't sully Deany's name oh, in this. Yeah, yeah. Don't sully Deany's name they, in this travesty. They don't, they
1: don't seem to have, have, have made any mm-hmm. positive improvements to that particular story. Um, so, yeah. I, I think... And it also makes him scarier. Yeah. The, the clown, clown is scary. scary. Yeah. The clown thing makes
0: him terrifying. Because... That's what it is. He's laughing in the face. Batman is dark and grim and serious.
1: I'm, look, I'm looking at the T-shirt you're wearing now, which is, I'm wearing the Joker. I, I didn't even realize yeah. It's the Jock cover to uh, Black the glove, Bat Mirror, Bat Mirror. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. it's one of the Bat Mirror issues, and it's
0: just it's, it's, it's a flurry. If anyone's not seen it, it's a flurry of bats. That kind of form the Joker's hair and face, and then there's the Joker's mouth and eyes with bats and It's just in them. a
1: slash of red, but it's still like cl- that's a clown inside, yeah. This is a
0: clown. It's, it's, it's just big, bright eyes, and instead of like big purple things around his eyes or big green things, he's got big black eyes. Which even Ledger's one, who's like you know, he's black round the eyes, mm-hmm. eye makeup, like clowns wear. I th- so let's in conclusion, let's put it this way: in
1: conclusion, Joker,
0: scary yeah. clown. Yes, scary ass clown. Scary clown. He's not the only scary clown. No. Nope. If uh, those who listen to episode one, you know that Matt has got a bit of a hard on for this upcoming remake. Well, um, to a degree, you you want it to be really good. I've got a bit of a
1: hard on for Stephen King's It as a story, yeah. and a, it's one of my favorite novels. It's probably my favorite novel. Really, um, it's that you weren't the... put off by the over like page and a half
0: long description of a can of turtle wax in the first chapter. <laughs> I, I read it at age 13. It got up so to that page and was like,
1: What? Yeah, he does that sometimes. What is this? I think that's, like that's like an eight hundred plus page novel. You should read it again. The version
0: I've got, the version I've got was um small in size but larger in print. Yeah. It, my version was exactly one thousand six hundred and sixty three pages. Yikes. And I was always really annoyed that he didn't egg it out for at least three more. Oh just to get one six six six.
1: Yeah. It's the story um, the story of a
0: group of kids in in Derry in in Maine uh who are t- sort of uh, tormented by these horrific images as children specifically uh that of a clown called Pennywise who um sort of keeps taunting them and teasing them and people die and children get eaten and go missing and they seemingly defeat it as children somehow then as adults Someone gets killed in the same way, yeah. and the one the one kid who still lives there calls them all back. Realize,
1: oh, maybe we didn't kill it as dead as we thought we did.
0: Yeah, there is there is something more to this being, whatever it is. The there is there is a TV movie which again we'll t- we'll wax lyrical about it in a minute. Oh. I'm sure because it's fucking great. I mean, it's not aged very well. And it is far too long. But there is a lot in there
1: to enjoy. But it's doing two... Mo- it was shown yeah. in two parts.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought it was shown in three, but then the home video version does it, it in two halves. Because the DVD, you have to flip.
1: Yeah, the time. They, sky they
0: might have done a DVD release since where it's all on one side, but the one I've got is from like the early 2000s. As far as I'm aware, it's in two parts. Yeah, and there's no indication, annoyingly, on the disc which side's A and which one's B, so you've got to put it in and just see what your menu well, there is, image is.
1: There is. It's in the little ring on the inside.
0: Yeah. I couldn't see it. It's it. tiny, tiny, tiny.
1: It's tiny, tiny, tiny.
0: But it's such an odd idea. But but um, yeah, so it's, it's a TV yeah, a movie. DVDs. TV yeah. movie and is now uh, a two-film, two two-part two, film, two, films. two part movie, which is a smart decision, I think. Yeah, uh, it's the really... Yeah, um, the because they can actually make the, the... The problem with the kids' story, like the story of it when they're children, is in prose, it's really frightening and uncomfortable. Mm. It's got some memorable visuals in the TV movie version, but ultimately it proves that the story of them as kids is nowhere near as interesting as you think because not, See, nothing actually happens to anyone really apart from no 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 I, know, definitely I know need to, to reread the No I do need to re-read, no no but I'm saying it's the TV movie version like you could watch the first part and you're like it's just a lot of flashbacks to them as kids mm. and all that happens is they all encounter a clown who goes hello i've just scared you now like, he doesn't try and kill... Blood any. everywhere! He doesn't try and kill any of them. He...
1: Mm. He just,
0: No, he just torments them, and then he's like, I'll kill you all! I'll haunt your dream! And I'll kill you all! And then he doesn't. Even when they go into its lair, he doesn't kill them. He kills one of the bullies and, like, traumatises and part-lobotomises another one. Yeah. And that's it. He doesn't do anything yeah. to them. And even... Even in the second half of the story, like, the thing that ignites the story in the first place... To bring them back to to Derry, he doesn't he's not like I'm I've brought you back to kill you. It's like he just starts killing kids again. And when they arrive, he's like, Oh, I recognise you lot. Yeah, but what what
1: the <laughs> what it doesn't go into which he does in the book is he's, yeah, he's yeah. been doing it for centuries. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's something they in the book it's like, like a throwaway
1: line. All, it's not even a throwaway
0: line. Sorry, in the in the film, there's like yeah. a throwaway line dialogue somewhere. It's like this thing's existed for
1: it's hundreds existed of years. For thousands of thousands. There is a moment in the book where they, they Pennywise
0: is just a form it has taken at some point in the last century. Yeah,
1: it, they see it coming to Earth hmm. in the in the book you know, in a like a in like a vision quest yeah. thing because um, it's an alien effect essentially. Well, it's a dimensional yeah. probably uh, I
0: I always took it as alien though, cuz I kind of like the idea. Yeah, I kind of like the idea that well, it, like it's certainly... idea that it, it stuck on our planet and it's like, well, I can eat these organisms, so
1: I guess that's what I'm going to do. It's certainly <laughs> alien and uh, I don't know if it's from another planet or another plane of existence. It seems to have some sort of maybe it's just on a plane. Uh, probably at some point there, it's It's been implied that there are other creatures like it. There's, there's a similar creature that appears in one of Stephen King's Dark Tower books.
0: Oh um, shit, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, and. Is that after that a paragraph where, um, the, the stranger? Is that his name? Watch. The gun, the gun, the gun, gunslinger. gunslinger. Is that the paragraph after the gunslinger's walking down the staircase and he, he suddenly goes into a three page description of a can of turtle wax? Because <laughs> t- longer and longer. I tend to tune out every time. To be, fair, um, no, to be fair,
1: the turtle wax is actually really important because the turtle motif is <laughs> pretty vital to the plot. I know, but um, still, it's just such an odd
0: thing to spend so much time on early on. I, um, but,
1: yeah, yeah. Kind of. Stephen
0: King, as the nostalgia critic once said, "Your ideas are incredible, but your prose is lame." <laughs> like, which is not for everybody,
1: and also not true.
0: Not, it's not his short, true,
1: but his short fiction is brilliant. Yes, now
0: I will say that the, the Stephen King stuff I've enjoyed has been his short, story. His That's short the stories. That's the stuff where I've fabulous gone, "Oh my god," that wins me over. Yeah. I do. I find myself with the longer books. I think the only ones I've actually read in full are It and Cujo. I just and mean, I do, I do find myself struggling a bit. I've
1: read the majority of his oeuvre
0: but but I think that's why I'm We're really plugged. I think that's why I'm excited for the it movie because everyone keeps saying it's a remake it's not really it's a
1: readaptation it's in a re-adaptation. the same way that the thing was a readaptation of who goes there but also but
0: also the original or wasn't a film like it was a tv yeah. tv mini series everyone remembers it for, as a film because it
1: of home video release. yeah
0: um so but, but do you know what I mean like that's why I'm excited for it because I want to see the story told and I'm interested to see it told like now Mm-hmm. The image has come out of... It's a it's a Skarsgård, isn't it? Is Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. As Pennywise, mm-hmm. the dancing clown. It's a full-body image. We say full-body.
1: It's shrouded in, in black shadow. cloud and shadow. Which is and probably look, a good idea. If you look
0: really closely as well, he's not stood.
1: No. He's, he's floating. Yeah. Really
0: nice little detail. And he's
1: got the little pom poms. He's got the pom from... poms. I, I don't think they're orange on silver, but that gets, that's a game. According thing. to <laughs> the
0: costume designer that they did an interview with on the same weekly, there are splashes of color in the costume. You're not seeing them so much in this image, but there are splashes of yeah. orange and green in the costume. Um, but it is faded. Yeah, and I don't think this is his his look definitively. He's, he's also shaped. Th- yeah, I think this is how he's good. I think because even in the TV movie. He starts to look scarier. Like they do things with his face in certain scenes, yeah. like with the teeth and things like that. And the eyes start to change. And Scammy's got the teeth in this. He's got the teeth. Yeah. So, so I think they're like going to do. He's I think fronty though. We'll see him Is looking more rat? jovial. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see him looking more jovial. I think and and happy and bouncy. And then we'll see him looking darker like this, but I like the fact that it's sort of that old school Harlequin costume. It's got the big forehead with the eruption of hair. Yeah, And the, the, big, the big shoulders and the big cuffs and the big uh, hips and, and pantaloons on
1: the I, top I, of the I costume. Really, I really, really like it.
0: His silhouette looks amazing. And yeah. I, and I, and I've got to say, do you remember when we looked at the preview image in episode one, way back when we were talking about the smile that curves upwards past the eyes? And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not sure about that. Seeing the full costume, I'm like, no, okay. I, I, I like that. I like that, and I think it. I think it is the overbite. I think it's the rat teeth that sells it to me. It's like they're not doing an emphasized grin. They've attached the grin and the traditional eye makeup of a clown mm-hmm. and made it one design. And the grin isn't that. The grin's the little. It's the teeth. It's just, and they're just. They just happen to be sticking out of this red line. They made it one big slash. It's just. Oh, he looks fucking delicious. I love like, it. he looks really cool. So, geared up for that. Excited for that movie. But go on, I'm, I'm curious. Go on. Here's with you, King. We should do a King episode. But here's oh, okay, so King. Let's do a King checklist before we go I to our read. our final topic of the deer.
1: King mm-hmm. I Read. Carrie, yeah. Salem's Lot, mm-hmm. The Shining, The Stand, I've not read the Dead zone, uh, Firestarter, Cujo, The Running Man, Dark Tower, The Gunslinger, Christine, Pet cemetery Thinner, It, uh, Dark Tower Two, drawn of the three. Misery, Knockers, Dark Half, Dark Tower Through the Wastelands, Needful Things, uh, Dolores Claiborne, uh, The Green Mile, Dark Tower 4, Wizard in Glass, Bag of Bones, <laughs> Good Love Tom Gordon, Dreamcatcher, Dark Tower 5, Wolves of the Caller, Dark Tower 6, Song of Susanna, Dark Tower 7, The Dark Tower, uh, Cell, uh, Duma Key, Under the Dome, 112263, I have not finished Doctor Sleep yet. But... I keep forgetting
0: forget Under the Dome is one of his. Yeah. Because he, he's a consultant on the TV adaptation, isn't he? On the TV show. Yeah, I've not watched it. the TV adaptation.
1: Um, Under the Dome I got for Christmas, the year it came out, and then read it by the end of Boxing Day. It is close to a 1,000 pages.
0: Christ alive. So basically, everyone was like, you want some turkey? And you were like, nope, just, just drip feed it through Dome. my veins. It and... is
1: very... La- but it, it came out around the same time as The Simpsons movie, which has a similar plot. Yes. It's got a lot of stick. <laughs> Although he has, but it is a... Concept he's been working on since the late 70s i think like he just had the, he had started the manuscript and then oh it my off.
0: god so even with such a tight deadline simpson did it first yes <laughs> Yep. that's so great um, um this is a quick one just just recap something for me yeah what does the creature appear to be at the end of the book i can't remember because it isn't a big fucking rubbery spider, is
1: it? it? It's got spider esque elements. It's like, like the, I, I remember
0: quite... describing the legs. Like yeah, it has they, like the
1: big legs. They can't quite see it for what it actually is. So he
0: sort of gives you enough to paint yeah. a horrific picture, but leaves it up to you to fill in the details. Yeah, hence why like everyone's that. disappointment in the TV movie but, is it's just a big sort of spider. It looks like it looks like the maquette of the Edgar Bug from Men in Black. And then they've gone, oh,
1: we'll just stop motion animate that. I, I really hope they kind of go more metaphysical with yeah. it and keep him, it more in shadow. Mm. You don't have to keep Pennywise in shadow. Mm. see Pennywise straight away. That's the whole point of Pennywise. Yeah, he's you like, see him straight away. He's out there All he's peering good. at you
0: through a grid. You see him in
1: broad fucking daylight. <laughs> you see him. It's fire, <laughs> wheezy! It's the form he takes. <laughs> like, that, that suit is almost a constant. Mm. But then he, he appears as the mummy. Yeah. With that fucking clown suit on. Yeah. And like but not like I a lot of it play 'cause the cause the in the original novel, the kids the kids the stuff with them as kids is set in fifty eight. Yeah. And then the stuff with them as adults is set in eighty two. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's right. It's a big gap. It's that's it's true. late fifties to mid eighties anyway. I think it's twenty eight year gap.
0: Fellas will fall in line. Um
1: <laughs> and it's a lot. A lot of a lot of it is to do is like a lot of it is to do with moving on from your childhood and growing mm. up and the things you leave behind and the things you take with you because in that gap they all forget. Yeah. Everything. And it's, the, it's the phone call that makes them yeah. remember. Apart from Mike, who stays in Derry. Yeah. All of them move away and forget. Mm. None of my children. They all become very successful in their chosen fields.
2: Yeah.
1: But they all forget Derry. At the end of the novel, it's implied that after they will defeat it. They and start to leave. Mm. They all start to forget again, but this time Mike starts to forget as well. Yeah, with the implication that this time is for good.
0: Yeah, like they can now move on. Um, it is done. The
1: deed is done. But they won't remember each other.
0: Yeah, which is really sad. But at the same time, kind of cool because yes. they're kind of assholes to each other in yeah. certain parts and of the story. Plays in... No, well,
1: not really. <laughs> now that's what plays. That's what plays on certain so Isn't the again. girl called Beth?
0: Beth. Beth-, Beth. Beth. Does Bev sleep with everybody in the book as well? I can't remember. She doesn't sleep with everybody. I'm exaggerating, but like there was this thing in the TV movie. Where it's like uh, she kisses like half
1: of the principal cast. In Ben has a crush on her as a, as a kid when he's really fat. Yeah. So obviously she doesn't require that,
0: that scene in the way she has. A, John Ritter as adult uh, Benny. Adult Ben. Adult Ben. Yeah. Is making out with that woman. who's like, I used to be a fed, so a real butterball. It's like, why? You, why is this your? Like, make out chat. Why you, why seems, are you describing that you were a fat kid whilst you're getting off with this woman in, you're trying to? In sh- the, in the book. It's such an odd thing to, like, be flirting with. I like, used to be really fat. I was a pudgy little teenager. Oh, tell me more about your boy tits. Uh, Which I think is actually uh, a line from the nostalgia cricket review. So. No.
1: No. Uh, that <laughs> I always watch that thinking, that's really that odd. That scene goes down different in the book. Cause in the book, you get a scene of them all before they go back, like, remembering yeah. it and confiding in someone. Uh, well one of them commits suicide mm. and his wife mm. finds his body yeah and um the one with the stammer isn't we, it for, for Ben he's, t- he's talking to a bartender it's Georgie isn't it no not Georgie George is the brother who dies in the... no Stan Stan commits suicide yeah um, um, ben, you see Ben talking spoiler to alert for a 30 year old book just read it it's really good <laughs> it's got a really weird squicky bit towards the end which is would do better if we edited it out but the book as a whole is really great. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, the Matthew Watson, totally great. Seal so love approval. Totally great. Seal so of approval. Totally great. Um, it is totally great. Uh, the, the, that scene in the book is Ben confiding a bartender that he goes to every Friday. And this like, right. like, bartender's like, even when he was working on the BT communication tower, or the post office tower, or whatever it is in the book, over in England, he still was here every Friday night. And it was, uh, He'd fly he's back like, just to be in that bar. Yeah. That's disturbing. And, he, and he, gives him the, he gives him the two silver dollars, and he gives him, and he like drinks like a, a flagon of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Christ. Just dead straight, walks out and drives off to Derry. Um, Jeez. But it's like, I forgot John Ritter was in that movie. Yeah. He's um, uh, pretty good, isn't it? It's a weird, yeah. it's a weird mix of cast. There's like Andy
0: Dix in it. It's just but like.
1: As, as kids, Bev has a thing for Bill. Because he's yeah. like the leader of the group. Yeah. But then as adults. Ben she first ben. ben, yeah. Together.
0: Yeah, because because it, it, when she first sees Bill, like she just snogs his face off. Yeah, when yeah. they get back together, and it's like, okay, I mean, he's got a wife back home, so yeah. maybe he shouldn't be enjoying this kiss. He should be more like Bev. Whoa, whoa I'm happy to
1: see you too. It's, but uh... but the, the the relationship that they all have is is more complex.
0: Plus I suppose it'd be that thing of the it'd be like the reverse forgetting almost like the, mo- the moment yeah. they get together
1: it's like oh my god like they just start to sink into their old roles a little like, bit. In the in the book when they come together as adults Beverly and Bill do sleep together hmm. but only once and it's like it's sort of a closure thing I guess. Wait hang on I've just realised something. What?
0: He's called Bill.
1: Yeah. The other guy's Ben. Where's where's the flowerpot man? Apparently she was the flowerpot. She's a, and they were freaking planting something mm. in it. Uh, it's Bill. It's do Bill doing do that. that.
0: It's a seed joke. Bill Ben. Simon
1: for all. Bill Ben Bev Richie, uh, Stan Mike, and Eddie. Yeah. The
0: losers club. Because um, Stan stands stands the one who kills himself. Stan's the one who kills himself. But then his head appears in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Freak. Do you have Prince Albert in a can? Well, you better let him out. Or you better let <laughs> the poor guy out. <laughs> um, and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really great book. Um, Hardly recommend. highly recommend. Hardly recommend it. You will
0: probably find it, and this isn't a slight to the book. You will probably find it in your local charity shop. Guarantee that is one of the y- that is yeah, one of the books that I'll everyone will have owned at some point, and every charity shop will probably have at least one copy. Go grab it for a few couple quid. Give pretty it
1: Pretty much, King's entire back catalogue is pretty much constantly in print. Yeah. Oh yeah, never stops. So stopped. you can nip up to. Watch and they keep, they keep redesigning
0: that. the spines as well, which is yeah. annoying as fuck. Because it's like, god damn it, they don't no, match the anymore. The collection of Kings is impossible. <laughs> unless <as> you, <laughs> you unless you buy them all at the time of the release, because suddenly go here's all of them. Spend three hundred quid yeah, and get them all. And then... I speak
1: as someone who's had a complete collection, <laughs> a, a nearly complete collection of, of Kings. Back before the, his accident. So before he started pumping stuff out twice a year. Um, but now I don't have any in print. I don't think. Apart from the Dark Tower. The new reprints of the Dark Tower that he did when he did the last three books. I've got the, th- uh, the last, I've got the last f- three in hardback in first editions. And I've got the reissued paperbacks of the first four. But I haven't got the Wind for the Keyhole yet. No! Um,
2: but those are the only...
1: Uh, See King, I still have in print, everything else I've got is on Kindle now, so I've got it well, not everything else the stuff I've got I've got it, skeleton crew and night shift which is short story collections uh Doctor Sleep and something else on Kindle um so you can pick it up on Kindle, you can get it paid back it's always in print. you can try looking in the charity shop for it. give it a read. it's really good um yeah. It's... One
0: one day we should sit down and watch the Tommyknockers
1: miniseries. Oh, it's terrible! It's so bad. Well, the Tommyknockers itself is scaring the little girl. It's just awful. Tommy, it's a dreadful. Stephen King has has quite openly admitted that he actually can't remember writing the Tommyknockers. because <sighs> he just Tommy it out he was, over he a weekend. Was in, he was in the middle of cocaine and alcohol addiction when he wrote that. Oh, smashing! He, which is why, it, which is what it's a metaphor for. Yeah. An what are you before. talking
0: about? It's absolutely terrifying. It ends and with flying balls of teeth.
1: And it's just, no, that's the Langoliers. Is that Langoliers? I know, i Oh, shit. Um, so I was quoting Langoliers. Well, we need to watch Langoliers Br- then. Br- Bronson Pinchot, guess, Which one's
0: Tommyknockers
1: then? Tommyknockers is...
0: I've just associated the made up word with the, with the creatures, that's why. Tommyknockers is Jimmy Smith's.
1: Jimmy Smith. And, um, it's a woman Jimmy a... Honored... A spaceship in her backyard. That right? Yes. Gotcha gotcha, gotcha. 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 That is also that
0: is also pretty damn terrible. *Angela's* is a terrible. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's
1: really bad. Yeah. Um, oh, but God. it's um, <laughs> it's a, it's a not a great novel, but it's worth reading. Just like this is this, this is what Stephen King managed to pump out when he cu- he was in he was delirious. He and was still coherent. His grammar was still flawless. And it's still <laughs> actually. a
0: Oh, he had a very, or had a very patient read. editor. It's
1: <laughs> not a very good novel, but it's it's an all right read. Like it's not, it's it, I'd still take it over a lot of other shit out there. It, well, it' worth checking out. Go read yeah, it. Yes, it's really great. Um, Watch the Tim Curry TV movie. TV movie. It's dated, but it's got some really good moments in it. And Tim Curry's
0: great. And you'll spend a lot of it going, "Oh my god, is that? And is that?" And is that, especially when you see young Seth Green. One thing about the movie, though, is they have updated the... <laughs> young Seth Green, the tallest cast yeah. member of that group. They have Seth a, Green, they the have, tallest cast have, member of
1: that group. They have updated that movie. The, the new version isn't updated, so the kid stuff takes place in the 80s. Mm, and the adult yeah. stuff takes place in the present day. So it kind of plugs into that eighties nostalgia where Stephen King was huge mm. and Stephen King adaptations were
0: huge. It's a clever it's a clever decision that I think. Because uh, it, it ties it in more into the, the King legacy and the legacy of the
1: book and, and its fan base. It's also what Stranger Things <laughs> digs into so well. Oh, fine. Go watch and watch this Stranger Things. I'm watching Young Justice right now. Christopher. Okay, fine.
0: Moving on very briefly to our last bit of cloud chat. Before we, uh, have a look at a few questions and emails. So,
1: way back when, <laughs> this fake trailer was doing the rounds Eli Roth helped called Clown. For this movie about a guy who turned into a clown monster.
0: It was a fake trailer. It was a fake trailer yeah. Was it part of Grindhouse
1: or something? I think it was.
0: Oh, no, no, because his one in Grindhouse was, um, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, with, Thanksgiving. with the poach. Thanksgiving. 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 Light meat.
1: <laughs> Dark meat. All will be carved. Thank you. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Um, no, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what the original feature had, but I assume it was part of one of those House things. And then, then eventually, around, around 2015, it was the start of last year, or end of year before, mm-hmm. I saw a trailer for Clown, an actual trailer for Clown. Um, and I was like, that looks interesting. And apparently, it got released in 2014. Um, but it's kind of flew under everyone's radar. and It popped on Amazon Prime last year. I was like, eh, I'm going to have to check that out. It's, I mean, this is a movie that's flown so far under the radar that it doesn't have a consensus on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. I was going to say, because when, um, I, when, I, when I opened it up on your recommendation
0: yesterday, it didn't even have a star rating, no, which it no. gets from um, IMDb. Yeah. So it's not had enough ratings on
1: there even. Like you go to on IMDb, there's like this couple of user reviews, but there's no real trivia. There's like one line in the quotes. There's nothing in goose. Like and people and yet, fill that stuff up all the time. And yet, I um, have
0: seen this movie on sale in in our local Asda. Yeah, I've seen it on DVD in the little like section of like
1: straight to DVD horrors that they've got always going on. It came out over here on March second, twenty fifteen. After getting the UK premiere in at Fright Fest Glasgow, okay, and, but he didn't get distribution rights from Dimension and Film Nation until 2012. It was filmed in late 2012. Um, after the, um, I'm trying to find when the fake trailer was was done. The original fake trailer was done, um, but so, I can't. See, so it was 2010. It. Before? 2010 is the original short movie. Yeah, okay, which which spun um, out of the fake trailer. I'm not sure. <laughs> so many levels. Wait, so many important. levels. It's not important. Oh, no, yeah. No, John Watts, who directed it. And the reason why we're watching this apart from the clown theme is also that John Watts is directing Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. So if you um, are
0: 18 and above and have an Amazon Prime account, go watch this. Because not only is it a weird film about a killer clown premise, but also you'll get a taste of what Spider-Man Homecoming might be like,
1: based on like how he handles material and how he, you know, sort of... Oh. Like, no the, composition and everything. The way they got it made was John Watson and Christopher D. Ford who wrote it yeah. they uploaded a fake trailer to YouTube that announced Eli Roth was producing it. Didn't know anything about it. Brilliant. So Eli Roth saw it and was like I like the balls on them. Yeah. <laughs> and came on to produce the movie. In so he we went and touched him and he went hey
0: I am producing shit yet let's talk. Yep.
1: <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Okay. That's really cool. Um, so,
0: but yeah, it's it's a
1: and um, so yeah. So we're curious to see what John Watts can do. He's also got another theatrical move. He's only really this and um, Cop Car, which is with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, which is about a police officer who has to find his car that's been stolen, drive-ridden by two youths. Yeah, which it's... I haven't seen anywhere. I haven't found that around yeah. yet. But I'm gonna try and check that out.
0: So during that late two thousands, early two thousand ten period where Kevin Baker basically did everything. was twenty fourteen. Oh it's yeah, it's so after, it's so, the clown. It's the tail end of yeah. all that.
1: <laughs> so it's after clown before he got the Spider Man job, I imagine. Um how the hell he got the Spider Man job with the back of clown, I'll never know. But I don't know, maybe he you know someone there not, and he,
0: maybe he pitched his sort of idea and they were like, Well, oh, I think well.
1: it's also it's also because I think big studios like Marvel seem to be getting unknown directors or like Quite young directors, yeah. Like they don't have a lot of big genre templates under their belt because they can slot into their house style more easily.
0: Yeah, it, it means you're not fighting too much for vision. You're not. You've not got a Edgar Wright, yeah, Joss Whedon kind of thing where it's like having to force compromise and eventually it just is like no, it's better
1: for us to stick to our thing. Like, mm. which you know, for better for worse, but so far for better. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'll I lament that I'll never see Edgar Wright's Ant Man, but I very much enjoy Peyton Reed, so... Yeah, so it's, uh, it works well, yeah. it fits into that world, and, and it's
0: I'm a lot right of fun. And, um, but Clown is the story of Bloke, who... Kent McCoy. Kent McCoy. Kent McCoy, who uh, is he, he's like a real estate agent, and they're, they're looking at clearing out this old house, and he find a clown costume, which he wears to his son's birthday party, because, because the, clown the clown cancels, answers. and... Um, then he can't get it off. And it becomes disturbingly apparent over the course of the day that his hair, is, like, it's not a wig anymore, his hair is now multicoloured and permed and the nose really isn't coming off. That was a moment that actually made me yeah. like grip the ironing board. At that really... point. I was ironing while I was watching it, I just gripped the ironing board at that point. There's some really when iron. his wife, who's a dentist, tries to pull the nose off. I don't
1: think she's a dentist. I'm,
0: I'm sure there's a mention of it somewhere. Um, mm. I think I'm thinking she's a dentist just because out of all the tools she had, she had like sort of a lot of teeth stuff, like little mirrors and everything. I suppose. I might be wrong, but I... That's think... it, cause
1: that those 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 pliers are not... As someone who's had teeth out, <laughs> those pliers are not what you take teeth out with. No, you take clown noses off with them. No, you take teeth out with basically this little thing that's like a shoehorn. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying those those, are, oh, yeah, those yeah, clown, clown nose twists. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but yeah. he, but so he starts to change and his wife tries to help him get out the costume and he tries to cut himself out the costume and he cuts his wrist and everything. It's like... And then eventually he starts to develop a, a, a insatiable hunger for mostly the head and shoulders of children.
1: Yeah, or just because he never eats the
0: children fully. He died, He's always well, spitting out. He's always listen, spitting out jaw bones. Have you ever tried to eat a child in one sitting? Oh god, no. I mean, there's you, a you lot need of a meat there. You Need a fine wine. Um, <laughs> fine wine a lot of toast. But, um, <laughs> no, but he, every time he spats them out, he always spits out a jaw. Or a jawbone or yeah. like a teeth. So and, and considering the because here's the thing. Again, I will stress this. If you are not eighteen or above, don't watch it. That's our disclaimer. But also, if you've got a strong stomach for not necessarily scenes some... Not necessarily scenes of gore. Oh, I don't but, know. But the sight of gore. Yeah. You don't really you don't really see gore happen. You see the
1: aftermath of gore. But before we go any further as well, I just want to say we're gonna get into some spoilers on this movie. So it's not yeah. like and it's not like a, I I would, I would recommend it if you like horror movies. Yeah, if, if you like, um, if you
0: like horror movies and the idea of evil clowns appeals to you, give it a go. And it does.
1: It does have some surprises. Like it does have some balls on it. So <laughs> if you want to be surprised by it, stop listening now. Go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime, at least in the UK. Yeah. Um, give it a watch and then come back and listen to us as we as we delve into it. Because, so yeah, from this point on, spoilers for clown. Yeah. They are not
0: frightened to follow up on the premise of this thing kills children. Oh, boy, are they not. They are not Any of Any of the film would be like, oh, it eats children, and you'd see creative and wacky... You'd see, like, Killer Clowns from Outer Space-style stuff, yeah. where it's, like, cocoons of cotton candy, or the shadow puppet of of a Tyrannosaur eating a crowd of people. Just, just again, side note, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is dreadful and
1: incredible at the same time. Killers from Outer Space is pretty great. It's terrible. It's pretty great. But in a good way. But it's 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 very much in the vein of those like mid to late 80s sort of twacking cheap creature features yeah. things like... Uh, when when the, the 80s harks
0: back to the B-movies of the 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's
1: like the creature feature movies... Um, yeah, like I say gremlins and critters are the things that come most to mind yeah no gremlins is more of a comedy yeah gremlins is a dark comedy from me off yeah but
0: yeah that kind of that of things come along and they're kind of goofy looking and and, but they're gonna kill you and they kill you in funny ways and things like
1: that yeah not so much outright I mean killer clown is an outright horror comedy mm. whereas some of those movies have their tongue more more tonguey cheek than out whereas clown is like it's horror it's a horror movie but there are moments in it which are just so ridiculous that you're like, no, they have to be, this has to be a gag. He goes to devour
0: the bully of his child. Oh, yeah. I that, love that. That's why I think his personality hasn't completely left at that point, because why else would he go after that kid?
1: Well, he's just desperate for children. Yeah, but point.
0: why would he? Why would he traverse all the way to get that address? And yeah, and have his kid freaking not just
1: eat. His son. Yeah, I suppose. Mm. I, I, think, um, I think there's
0: enough of him left at that point to be like, "Well, oh, this is fine. I'm I'm going to kill the kid who's yeah. bullying my child." But but by the it's time they, by the time they get the house, he's completely gone. This yeah. creature is now like living because basically this dude turns into a clown. There, uh, but the clown. Which apparently was a demon that lived in the hills. The demon that, that summoned children, that like lured children into the hills and devoured them alive, devoured them whole. And based on what he seems to leave behind in this movie, mostly just the heads. Like he seems to just eat their heads because the bully. What's left of him is like his lower torso and yeah, arms basically. and his legs.
1: No, I don't think his arms are there. No, there's uh, there's arms. There's there arms.
0: arms. Yeah, there's arms. Because like with the kid
1: in the jungle gym, he spits the arms oh, out. out and down the them. I mean, Maybe he just wants the sweet yeah. <laughs> oh God! Maybe it's wants the with the, the, the sweet, sweet it. Red meat. Was it dark meat? White meat? All oh, oh, carved. <laughs> oh, I love that <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving
0: Um Thanksgiving. But as this thing of the costume starts to slowly become part of him, and it, it sort of has this old kind of leathery look that then starts to look more like flesh, and his hands yeah. and feet grow. Because that's, like, what, that's and... what it is. It's
1: they they, they skin mm. the demon. Yeah, and, uh, and the demon's skin will now inhabit people who put it on. Yeah.
0: And use them as a vessel
1: to continue its devouring Which we find out it, it's done previously to Peter Stomer. Yeah. Who well, is I... wonderfully How this. did he get out of it? Um his brother, yeah, who ran the ward, yeah which is the reason he put on the costume in the first place, because yeah. he wanted to go and send children. Yeah. Smuggled out five children yeah. from the ward and fed them to him. Yeah. And then the demon released him. It appeased
0: him. Yeah. It appeased the it demon. Appeased the
1: demon because that's pap- what happens in the movie that's where he says yeah. like bring me one child and you can have your husband back which is why Peter Stamare's like I wish he'd killed me mm. I hate myself for it and then he he has to live brother. with the guilt of it forever yeah but at the same time it means they now both
0: like guard this costume But he, guard he's like it. he said he didn't, his brother
1: didn't leave the house he guarded the costume there he didn't know his brother had died until Kent called him so they've not obviously not been so I guess that drove a wedge between them they were mm. like I can't I can't live with this. Yeah, and you, and they tried to destroy the costume. We couldn't destroy it, so you can't destroy the costume. Um, so it's got you know it's got elements of that sort of gimmicky franchise movie that that you had in that late eighties that span out into nineties straight to video sequels. Like how many Leprechaun movies did we get? <clears throat> like Candyman almost got there, but it was just a little bit too late. Yeah. but then by the time the horror crash of the mid nineties came along, it kind of stopped Candyman from becoming a long franchise. Hellraiser got it. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Like
0: this could this could have been that it could have been the thing where it was just every another movie, movie after movie, of someone putting on the suit and becoming yeah. this clown monster. And Punky oh, now head. he's got a, now he's got a clown wife and yeah. and all this stuff. Let me just say <laughs> this Child's though. Play? They played, do a clown dog.
1: Oh, the clown dog's is amazing
0: because the dog eats the rubber nose because it's obviously fleshy enough that it goes all right and it just. Eats well, it's got it. a bit of
1: Kent's nose in it. Just fucking gross.
0: <laughs> and then, like the dog starts to get sick, and they put like the baby gates up on on, on a room in the yeah. house to keep it in there because it's sort of being a bit like sort of stuttering, and barking, and everything, and
1: whimpering. And, and it's, it's this... also got a massive red nose. Its face is turning. Red. Oh no, no, no! But that's <laughs> but no, but that, that's more, that's
0: more blatant when they come back to the house, like and it attacks oh, yeah. her because it's just like
1: it's a clown now. It's the dog clown. is a clown. It's a clown dog. It
0: is infected by the flesh of the demon. Yeah. It's a. Freaking clown dog,
1: and then Peter Stamare lops his head off, locks and you his see head his, his headless body stumbling. Oh, so if you don't, goodness. if you like dogs, maybe don't want this watch this movie because the dog gets decapitated. If you like kids, maybe don't watch this movie because I love kids. kids.
0: <laughs> but, um, the balls on them for doing it though. For oh, going, yeah, we're going like... sh- We they don't ever show a child being killed in like, close up.
1: No, the closest you get but, is but when. But they show
0: the aftermath, and I think that's yeah.
1: that's why that's where they've had the balls to sort of go. Well, I no I one know, else will do this. That that jungle gym sequence is pretty insane. Oh, no,
0: but you don't see the the tearing. No, but you do you see, see you see the body flung.
1: You see a bunch of blood. There it is. You see the headless and body. Arm, keeps the head. And you see a couple of internal organs. Mm. They looped around awful with their blood. It's I like do. when you get that great blood splatter on the TV after the, after he kills the bullet. Yeah, and it's like everyone has been playing Halo with a bunch of jackasses, so they got that stereotype right down. It's like you get see a <laughs> spray of blood and then an organ, like an unidentifiable just a lump of flesh, lump Pink of flesh,
0: lump of a fall, and
1: then it happens again in the jungle gym where there's the, the the um
0: with that ominous girl going, "There's someone up there, don't go." Yeah, and then she just
1: walks away, and you're like, "Sorry, is
0: there a supernatural okay. girl in this movie now, or did she just
1: deliver that I'm line like, a little uh, too ominously?" But right also, like, but you see this like tr- this like. Gush of blood come down the slide mm. into the ball pit, and then another couple of lumps of unidentified mm. organ, and then an arm!
0: Yeah. And it's just,
1: oh God!
0: <laughs> um, but even then, he sort of says, like, he, he, he's going to appease. He's like, just bring me one more child. Maybe he has to, does he have to have five? Is that a rule? Because by that point, he's had a yeah, few.
1: Yeah, uh, when Peter Stamare is, uh, Cause, is yeah, he's cause doing he, exposition, because Peter is yeah, the guy you go through movie. Because he
0: has... I've just realised he eats four kids up to that point. He has the kid in the motel. He's the first one he devours. Yeah. Then he has the bully. Yeah. Then he has the kid in the ball pit. You don't see that, but at the end of that the, establishing the shot, yellow you, yellow see him, you see him pit, disappear yeah. in the ball pit. And then another kid walks through and is like, someone's peeing in here! Because he's got, like, moisture on his legs. Yeah. So that's three kids. Then see and then Gavin the one in the jungle stopped, gym. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, it must be a five-kid rule. So, you know, <laughs> th- this would have been a Horror franchise thing because it would be like he has to devour five children just before like he it. goes away. Yeah, well, yeah. well I think it's, like, hey, yeah, it's a different number of
1: children in it before he... It's like he has to, he's not necessarily children, but I think it's more like he has to be full, full isn't he's, it? Yeah, yeah. he's learned he's to prey on children as, mm-hmm. he, as, he, as he's gotten older, as he's just been in dairy longer, he's just easier. <laughs> um, and um,
0: but yeah, so it, <gasps> it's like, and that was cool. There's a bit where the wife, because halfway through the movie, our protagonist for the first part is Kent, yeah. Like we're following yeah, him, and we were like, "Oh my god!" And then he starts to become more demon and less Ken, and that's when the movie switches protagonists to his wife. A demon <laughs> switches it's sure. Aristobert, switches protagonists to his wife, Stumare, and he says to her, like he says, like he's, he could kill Stubair's character and her, but he won't. He says, "Like, bring me one more child, bring me a child to our favorite spot,
1: babe,
0: babe." And then he goes. So she starts to think about it like all these kids are being like they're finding their mums and dads outside the the, the, the like the jungle gym and she nearly does it and then she stops herself. and there's this whole thing of she's like what the hell am I doing? I can't do this. Then she gets in the car and a girl yeah that's where she's a dentist yeah because yeah. a girl knocks on she's oh, like yeah, she my, "My, I was with a party like my mum and dad aren't here um, like I recognise you like you were the nice dentist you were the lady at the dentist you were really nice like could you take me home? She's like Sure. And you just see her go, oh god, I've got to, this is my only chance. And it's like, oh my god, they're going to go there! Our main character is going to sacrifice a child to the creature! What the hell? And then obviously the last second she changes her mind, she realises how ridiculous it is. Can we talk about the fact that they use what looks like sort of buttercream as blood? Yeah, it's like a mix of rainbow icing and.
1: Which is that? Is that great moment where he tries to? Kill, he tries to kill himself. Which they could have
0: ended the film there. Yeah. But what he no, shoots himself in the bathroom at the motel. Says, gun in the mouth.
1: As Peter's the man says, you have to decapitate it. Yeah. So he shoots himself in the head, which implies that he
0: knew all along. The yeah. only way we were going to kill him, the only way we were going to stop it, is if we fed him five children, which I'm never going to allow to happen because yeah. I, because I did or kill him but he never outright says it to her to the wife he he says like I'll help Uh, you I'll set him free and he eventually does but at first he's like I'm the only one who can help you I'm the only one who can help him Yeah, and what he actually means is I'm I'm going to bludgeon his head in with a hammer and kill him because that's what he goes to do in the jungle gym he's got a hammer That's what he got in the jungle gym. Yeah. So he's going to basically bash his head in completely and like destroy the head, pulp the head.
1: Which is kind of how he dies eventually anyway. Yeah.
0: Well, the head gets cut off,
1: but then it kind of
0: melts. And that's the most disturbing thing when the clown head melts away and and it's Kent's head underneath and he's like, oh God, nothing could have been done, but it wasn't lying. Kent was inside this thing. Yeah. And it was going to let him go once it had eaten five children. Oh my god! This movie. The more I'm talking about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I actually quite liked it. Yeah,
1: because I'd seen it. This is the second time I've watched it. It's disturbing. And I actually really enjoy, I enjoyed it a lot more the second time through, especially it's because it just like little bits of like how like how happy the kid is at the birthday party at the beginning and being like, this is the best birthday ever. You know, you see that by the end of the week, sport. But... <laughs> it's like, there's There's was like the like his wife's dad ha- has no reason to dislike him that we see, but just hates Ken. Yeah. Like the, from the off.
0: There's this implication that he thinks that he's possibly abusing her or threatening her and, and he's like he's like, just tell me, there's something wrong, just tell me. And then the second half of the film he sort of kind of believes um that's Kent something's happened to Kent and he's turned mm-hmm. into something. And then gets But, job, but then he still goes that. back to the house to confront yeah. him. It's like What that was a good show. That was like them going, Alright, FX team.
1: Let's see what happens
0: when an adult has their jaw ripped. Off. And I
1: think there's actually, there's an awful lot of that going around in movies at the moment. But uh, there's a, <laughs> there's an awful lot of jaw ripping. Oh, I don't know what see. It in well, this. even this, every time he spat
0: up parts of the, he always spat up the bones of the child. There's it, yeah. it always a jaw. Love jaw. They love jaws, don't
1: they? they? Love good jaws.
0: Just, just John Watts.
1: He loves a good jaw. He loves a
0: good jaw! Maybe? <laughs> <you> um, <laughs> um, so we'll, yeah. we'll get Tombstone in Spider Man movie with, oh, his, with his sharpened teeth.
1: I, um, <laughs> the, there were a lot of practical effects in this movie. I feel there were. There wasn't much CGI, at and all. what CGI there was, like on the clown face towards the end, was really well hidden in shadow. Yeah, the only time like, I could, the only time I was like that CGI was the
0: videotape of the clown. Yeah. Before, because the way it moves, it's so obviously not a person performing the movements. Mm. I was like, that's a CGI clown. But I
1: feel like a lot of the white. But then, by
0: the time you see that version of the creature by the end yeah. of the movie. It's like ninety five percent practical and yeah. it works really well. So you retroactively forget the CG clown
1: because you are like, oh, there it is in motion. I mean, you don't see very much of that videotape anyway. No, it sort of so, looks like he's gone a bit further. Yeah. Um, well, he's got the he's got the full on horn slash clown hat. Yes. By that point, which i I think
0: I think them, it, it is a I think it's a dumb premise. The idea of like, no, clown. The clown was always an evil thing. We just we tricked ourselves into thinking it was nice. Because, obviously, the sad tragedy of the art of clowning, the traditional art of clowning, is that it was never meant to be terrifying. It was always meant to be jovial and escapism and funny. And at some point, either people have... Because it's like, oh, you know, there's, there's chlorophobia, the fear of clowns. It's like, yeah, but people can be frightened of buttons. People can be frightened of pebbles. People could be frightened of stepping on cracks in the pavement. Oh, that creepy, the, though. No, I think we've been conditioned into that. The same what way we, we have with Ventriloquist Dummies. Yes, I think I think we've been made to think they're scary because sometime once upon a time, probably in the early days of cinema, probably in my, the eighties, someone went w- like the Joker. Wouldn't it be frightening if a clown meant you harm? Because clowns are figures of fun. Yeah. Suddenly that clown kills you. That's a terrifying idea. I think that that I mean it didn't happen to my enjoyment of the movie, obviously, but there was a reason why there are clown like sort of companies and sects in America and clown people clown
1: rights groups. They, they, they <laughs> genuinely, they <laughs>
0: genuinely are who who always like go against these movies and things like that because they're like, you are completely destroying something that was pure. Like, it's alright to do it occasionally, but when everything that features a clown now is about an evil clown, you're screwing up guys. Like stop doing it. Because you'll still see traditional clowns in travelling circuses that come to towns. Like, they are traditional clowns. And sometimes you'll get the circuses, like the Circus of Horrors and all that, that play on evil clowns and stuff. And they make it so that their clowns are scary clowns, but they're still the comedy part of the evening. They still do the funny magic tricks and stuff like that. They do the sorry people in Elf, but they obviously make more of a ha-ha thing of it. And la la So I suppose the question to finish out the clown chat on is... <laughs> has the creepy clown... Ruined the clown Or do you think we will get someone come along at some point and do something with a clown and make us go, ah, that was funny There's been attempts, there's been like I can't I can't yeah, think the um... off the top of my head but there's been stories where people have done like the clown sort of as an arsehole like oh yeah like the bad Santa kind of approach to clowning I And it, think... it sort of wins you over again but I'd see, like. I'd like to see someone attempt it. I'd like. To, I'd like to
1: see like a variety act or something attempt to do the clown. Oh, all, all joking aside. I've always been able to separate the creepy clown from the funny clown. Have you? Yeah, like. But has your DNA always been
0: able to separate it? <laughs> well,
1: yeah, I don't know. Like, I've never really had. I, all... I, didn't,
0: I didn't have a problem with spiders until I saw a close-up of their face on a documentary as a kid. And that freaked me out. I suddenly was like, "That's what they look like." My God, they are incredibly. Ill-. And that put me off. If I would never seen that, I'd probably be fine with them. The same way that, had we not been shown clown stories, we probably would be okay with them. See, it's never really been an issue for me. I can't always... say that when there's a Joker, there's a Joker on the living room that is a pretty terrifying <laughs> clown face.
1: I've always, i not <laughs> a funny clown has always been a funny clown to me, and a scary clown has always been a scary clown. Like I never really found a clown creepy unless it's.
2: Been
1: meant to be creepy. Blood, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Yeah, so it's it's creepy not clown death? creepy clown. Death. <laughs> I think maybe it's not something that's ever affected me. Yeah. Um, well, it's affected some of our listeners over on Twitter. Okay. Two people listed
0: OddBob Bob from the Sarah Jane Adventures as the clown that made them hate clowns. There, there is a, a Sarah Jane Adventures Series 2 story, I think it's the, the first, second story of Series 2, the first one's The Last Santara, is about clowns and Bradley Walsh plays Oddbob who again, no 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 sounds ridiculous oh, right? God. Sounds ridiculous creepy proper creepy Yeah. and the idea is it's this entity that Sarah Jane saw and a bit of a callback to it as a child. And it freaked her out. Like something like that. Oh she saw clowns. And that image has always been there. But there are evil clowns in it. And it's like. Okay. And it's an alien. That looks like a clown. So. Sarah Jane Adventures. Not helping the cause. Um, Absolutely not. That was Ryan Jones And Small Ed. Um, Ian McLean says. The clown that freaked him out. Uh, he listed quite a few. But the one that I thought was quite significant. Was the clown with the tear away face. From Nightmare Before Christmas. I think as yes. a kid, that one would freak you out. Here in a flash, they're gone without trace. She's like, ooh, okay. There's... In fact, I think that was the image. Cause yeah. Newsflash, I'm wearing a Jack Skellington earring. I freaking love that movie. He does love that Didn't movie. watch it in full until I was 11. Four-year-old me watched it, got to the clown, and went, no.
1: It's real creepy. And it wasn't because it was a
0: clown. It was the visuals, it was the style, the animation. I wasn't used to it. It it's a real creepy it is, and especially four year. I mean, <laughs> Lucy by comparison, four year old her watched it and thought it was the most amazing thing ever, and nearly wore out the videotape. Um, so it says a lot, really. Mm. But I was like, "Wow, like that is a scary ass clown." You always forget about him. Yeah. Uh, special shout outs to the killer clowns and the violator from Spawn.
1: Uh, yes, who John Logan me on a fat suit. Yeah, just walking around and. And <laughs> <laughs> the penguin, but also the Joker. I've got the uh, original Spawn action figure of clown. And he is literally his gimmick. Because all those original series Spawn action figures had a gimmick. He's gimmick. He's basically he, he's got movable arms, but that's it. That's something about him is possible. The rest of him is a big solid sculpt. Yeah. But you turn one of his arms all the way around, and his head flips in his chest over to a violator head.
0: Oh, it's creepy and kind of brilliant. Really creepy.
1: I'll have to, we'll have to do a little feature on those on those Spawn figures. I I, so, I, I I'd, I'd, one thing him, I'd one of them. one of him in a straight jacket with a gurney. Brilliant. Yeah. That's quite good. Yeah. I've got the original series. I've got the. It's his. Spawn, medieval spawn, clown, violator, uh, tremor, and overt kill. <laughs> because that's a name. The nineties, ladies and, and gentlemen. Oh man, you wait till you see those figures. Nineties as fuck. <sighs> um, <laughs> speaking of fuck, speaking we've had of... a, we've had an
0: email. You
1: uh, to fuck. Um, we've had an email. Hello, Dan Rollings. Hello, Dan Rowlings, you lovely man. Um, uh, an email. Always nice to hear from you. Yeah. If you want to get in touch um, with us,
0: by the way, you can always tweet us at official C D J and at the Matty Watt, but we encourage that if you want to say bigger words, email us bigdamcontact at gmail.com. So which is what
1: Dan Rowlings has done. He said hello and he's got some questions for us. Now <laughs> Thank you for having sex with um, my ears
0: this is how he opens.
1: I'm gonna am ta- I'm going I'm gonna table two of your questions yes. for a later date. Yes. Namely questions two and five. Yes. Although I will say now. Absolutely nothing. Let it die. And no, <laughs> um, you know what the questions are. <laughs> you know what the questions uh, are. But we'll cover those topics in greater depth at a later date. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna come to that. Don't worry. First one. Are we thinking of having different guests on the podcast?
0: Yes, is the plan. We wanted to get it up and running, and there will be times where like one of us isn't available and the other one is. So if we you know we want to do current news, we'll get someone to stand in. Yeah, we are chatting with anyone who listens to Nine is Ten. We are bothering mr guy lambert who wants to do at least an episode with us and i keep trying to
1: figure out a date we can but do we're, always we're always bothering guy always bothering
0: guy but like that'd be that'd be a fun one it'd be nice to reunite the uh 10 is 10 uh trifecta try for them. an episode um and i think our intention is as well like uh, over time we'll try and if we can if there's local conventions if there's like a guest we can get to sit down and chat with we'll try and do something like that yeah. if, like comic book guest or something that'd be quite fun uh, like I want to, I want to, I want to get Kevin Scott to do one with us, and see if Rachel starts up for doing one. The artist for Star Trek, Planet of the Apes, and Twelfth and Doctor comic, like see if she's up for doing one. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but all in good time, good sir. All in good time. All in good time. Um, uh, what do we want to see in Marvel's Phase Four? And linked? Do we think Infinity War will be overcrowded?
0: Well, I think we'll, I think we'll go into Phase Four in a bigger depth down the line.
1: But I know th- what I'd like But to
0: do we think Infinity War... Oh, let's, talk about, let's talk about that next time because we could do a whole thing on that. We could pitch yes. it. We'll, we'll talk or about that it... next
1: episode. Don't worry.
0: But do you think Infinity War will be overcrowded, uh, things just shoehorned in? I think a big fear about this has happened because Downey Jr., Robert Downey Jr. posted on his Facebook page this past week like the cast. a cast list image for Infinity War. It's fan-made. He doesn't say that but it says that the films are called Infinity War Part 1 with the original release date yeah. and Infinity War Part 2 with the original release date. Those are no longer the titles of the movies. And also the fonts are different for the yeah. different names. But this poster basically was like, Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Redder, Sam Jackson, Mark Ruffalo, uh, you know, freaking, um, uh, Paul Rudd. And it's like mentioning everybody from the movies. And then it says like, Charlie Cox, Kristen Ritter,
1: Luke Coulter, Mike well, That's Mark not going to happen. That's not going to happen. It
0: would be amazing if we got a flash of some kind to show but that extended are not going to be...
1: Yeah, and I think we might have that, but it's like, and, and people have been asking people. People keep saying, "Dead easy, it's dead easy." But after the people...
0: series three goes about, have one shot of no, no, something but... in a Spider Man movie
1: involving Fisk, or mention people... Fisk in Homecoming. People do keep saying it's dead easy. It's dead easy. Oh no! It's, uh, it's at it's which not, point, it's not. At easy which point, to... Marvel TV executives keep saying, "No,
0: no, it's not. It's really not easy. You don't understand like, think think about the, the film, schedules. The film guys have allowed us to be an incredibly amazing like place to do our thing." but they also are not interested in talking
1: with us because it's more complicated than you can imagine. No, it's, also, it's not that they're not interested in talking to them. Oh, no. They are talking to them. I think it's more a case of are going like,
0: like uh, I don't even want to begin this discussion because we would have to start miles of paperwork. Yeah.
1: No, I don't think it's that. But the not, same that's part. not but, what but they're when saying. You, but when you've got Charlie saying, Cox going, going when you got Charlie Cox going like, fuck, I'll just drop into one of them as Matt Murdock. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. But then getting Charlie Cox free making sure that it's not clashing with Daredevil, making sure that that then works with what is happening in Daredevil, and then what is happening in Avengers, and then maybe do we want to put Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in there, but what are they filming? Oh, actually, they filmed like three months ago. Oh, oh dear. That's what, yeah. that's the tricky bit. It's like, you've got three different companies making a bunch of stuff in different places, on different schedules. It is insane. The logistics of a film alone, mm. just one film, a small film, not even a big tentpole blockbuster like Infinity War is going to be. A oh mind boggling! God. Oh my
0: god, you know you could do it. You know you could do it. It's literally a throwaway moment which you could then tie into their individual Netflix series and tell that story. Yeah. But you just have, you have like before the Avengers go off, which presuming what the story is, but before the Avengers go off world. Like, don't take Spider-Man with them. Doesn't belong in the Cosmic Universe as teenage Spider-Man. Keep him at thingy level. Mm. But have him be the one to sort of, like, tell basically... Have start basically, like, spread the word. Like, the place needs to be... Like, maybe something's happened in New York that has been the catalyst for them to go up. So it's like, keep them safe. And it's just, like, spread the word. And just have one scene of Spidey arriving at a location and going, like, uh, so... Like, with, with like, the document or whatever to describe it all. whatever. So, like, so, uh uh thanks for coming here today everyone um uh, let's call this meeting to order and you just cut to a wide shot of like the warehouse they're meeting or whatever and you could you can get everyone at different times to literally like they did with the final shot of age of ultron none of those guys were in the same shot Mm -hmm. together like they were all shot separately you just get your defenders in that moment defenders and like Doctor Strange or whatever, like, that's how you, Punisher, that's how you get them there, and it's just this throwaway thing of like, don't worry, they've got New York, they'll take care of it, you get up there. And then if you want, in whatever series they're up to at that point, or that, make that your second Defenders series, they, it's them dealing with the ground level incident. Yeah, but look
1: how long it's taken them to plan Defenders. If this I isn't know. already planned, no. If but this isn't already <laughs> planned, it's not gonna happen. Okay, but it could already be planned. This is fan it could be. We're fan-lanking! Yeah, but I can't stand drink Trang, the Kool Aid, man. I cannot drink stand the Kool-Aid. it. Drink the filled Kool Aid. This is why I don't get involved in Doctor Who fan community stuff anymore because I can't stand it. I can't stand it, Chris.
0: And speaking of final questions, uh, uh, Doctor Who Dan asks:
1: Do you hope that the Doctor's daughter Jenny will return? No. As I, as I, as I already sort of covertly answered earlier. No. 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 Not at all. No. No. Nope, nope, nope no no. No, nope, nope. No. No, no, no. That
0: ship has sailed that is no. a story they could have told before, but if it was a story they could have told before they should have told it during the tenant era
1: and in like a second episode done, sorted, it finished. Oh yeah, Moffat's not gonna bring back plot threads from someone else's run. No. I don't think so Besides exactly. besides
0: Moffat out Jenny Jenny by developing Riversong. Yeah. Jenny's pointless because Riversong has told the story of the person out of time catching up with him. So Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, it's left open-ended anyway. It's left
1: open-ended as, like, she's probably off saving people and being a badass. There's probably somewhere. four Big Finish box sets about Jenny at this point, so...
0: Not yet, but don't give them ideas. <laughs>
1: so, let's... Big
0: Finish. We love cash. Uh,
1: so... They love it. Yeah. They love it.
0: And finally, I just want to bring this one up. We did have another email as well this week. Uh, for some reason it went to the spam folder. Okay, alright. Um, uh-huh. But I'm it's sure from the, plan. uh, Marriott Hotel in Canada.
1: Uh... Oh, we've got, uh, we've got listeners far afield, it seems.
0: Yeah, uh, apparently, the management of Marriott Hotel Canada is recruiting new workers whose careers suites into these categories below. Oh! Uh, interested candidates should forward their CV to this email address, Marriott.ca Marriott. yeah. at marriott.caoutlook.com. Sure, sure, yeah, all right. Yeah. They're looking okay. for <laughs> that doctors, doctors, university graduates, they're looking for stewards and nurses, pharmacists, accountants and auditors, deputy managers... Bar managers, shop managers, engineers and mechanics, purchasing manager, sure. food beverage manager, sounds and light technicians, maintenance managers, supervisors, we've got it as club bouncers now, the professional messengers, um, the professional beauticians, uh, housekeepers, uh, and lastly, cleaners, gardener and florists. Uh, announcer, announcer management is the sign off of that email. Um, well, I'm sorry, guys, but we're not really available to come to Canada. I'm not available
1: to come see... I mean, I could do at least four of those jobs. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not but... quite
0: sure what made you think we'd be the people to reach out to, but, you know, we're flattered. Um, is this if a sponsorship want to... thing? Are if, they... They... I mean, if they want to sponsor the podcast, if the Marriott Hotel in Canada wants to sponsor
1: us, okay, that's great. Well, this is now the big damn cast, sponsored by Marriott Hotel Canada, <laughs> um, <laughs> We are now we... hiring for a variety of roles. Over 30 different roles required oh, at the Marriott 30. Hotel Canada. So, if you want to apply for those roles,
0: guys, uh email address is...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's marriott.ca <laughs> oh God, it is as well. at outlook.com. The most official
2: of... So, <laughs> you, know,
1: you know it's the Marriott Hotel Canada because it's an Outlook address. <laughs> and... All businesses, all legitimate businesses, use Outlook as their web provider. Marriott.ca. The .ca means it's a Canadian web address. It's Marriott.ca at Outlook.com. Over 30 roles required.
0: I would professional. Anyway, if you want to get in touch, contact at gmail.com. That's contact
1: at gmail.com. Sponsored by Mario Hotel Canada.
0: That's it for Big Damn Cast this week. Uh, we'll see you in the uh, Mario Hotel in Canada. Uh, <laughs> or next week with another fine episode of this delicious podcast. Ooh, mince.
1: Fine mince. <laughs> Maria Hotel Canada.
2: All will be carved.